Blog Talk Radio. You're watching The Madness of a Lost Society. November 26, 2010. Black Friday revealed yet further evidence of the complete madness of the populace of our lost society. In case you didn't hear, the leaders of China and Russia. China and Russia said that they are renouncing the dollar. The best way to think of it is a ticking time bomb. At some stage, the dollar will fall sharply. Now you might be saying, Neil, what the heck does this mean to me? As the dollar loses status as the world's reserve currency, as mystery missiles launch just off our shores, as North and South Korea take the world to the brink of war, as the TSA violates all measure of liberty and constitutional rights, and as the U.S. military itself prepares for the coming total economic collapse and breakdown of civil order, this is what Americans care about. Wanton, lustful commercialism. Acting like animals fighting over trinkets made by human beings for slave wages. As you watch this horrific video, do you think any of these people own a single ounce of physical precious metal? Any gold? Any silver? Do you think that even one of them understands what the Federal Reserve is or that the Fed is spending them into oblivion and economic slavery? Do you think even one among them has made any preparations at all for the day when there is no food on grocery store shelves? And do you think the morally bankrupt executives at Target or Walmart even care? This is what we've become. A decadent, mindless culture who by virtue of this complete and willful ignorance are now officially complicit in the crimes being perpetrated against us. Do you think these people who behave like animals literally trampling each other over $198 laptops and $10 toasters will even pause for a moment to consider their actions before they riot and burn entire cities when the days of hyperinflation finally arrive? When the grocery stores are bare? When they are truly desperate? This, my friends, is what a dumbed-down, morally bankrupt, completely broken society looks like. And this is how it behaves. No outrage over the bankers raping them. No outrage over their gutted industry. No outrage over their plundered dollar. Just blind, wanton stupidity. Just bread and circuses. The elite are social Darwinists. And they believe what they can get away with is fair game as long as we allow it. This is social engineering, and they've done it to us by design. They've turned us into animals that they can corral. We are no longer citizens in a republic safeguarded by our elected representatives. We are consumers feeding at a corporate trough managed by officials. Will you tell the American people to whom you lent $2.2 trillion of their dollars, hundreds and hundreds of banks, any bank or that has uh, access to the U.S. Uh, Federal Reserve system. Tell us who they are. No. If this is America, who will stop them? Our entire system is corrupt and needs to be dismantled and begun anew. But from what base? If what happened on Friday across America is any indication of the condition of the American populace, then our very foundations are built of sand. May God forgive us for what we've become and for what we've allowed to happen to our nation. And may those of us with the courage and sense to do it renounce this behavior and the monstrous marketing ploy that is Black Friday in its entirety. This, my friends, is not us. We are the republic. We are the informed. We are the proactive ones. And it is our job to lift up those who are lost. And saving our republic is a full-time job. May God bless the republic. There you have it right there. It's uh, Black Friday from previous years. And, of course, you know, Black Friday is coming around. And 
we know what happens on Black Friday. Everybody starts killing each other over $99 laptops and, and uh, you know, $20 toasters and whatever, and uh, their little iPhones and dumb phones or whatever you want to call them. And people will trample uh, their best friends and their, you know, they'll leave their kids behind. I mean, it's, it's just uh, the, the American people are just, I just don't really think the masses will ever wake up. And it's just going to take a minority to take back this country like it, like the revolution. It's going to take that few, the few, you know, the 3%. Where do you think they got the name 3%er from? You know, it was 3%. It was basically 3% of the population, you know, the colonies that fought for the freedom. Because the majority will just want to be left alone or just go along or just pay or just give in. and They'll give up their firstborn. They don't care because really people just look at the human race at itself. How much pride or – I mean, how many people do you know that are that are willing to sacrifice for their neighbor? How many people are willing to pledge their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor for their neighbor? No, we'll just go vote, and who cares if they rig it or not? Who cares? I, mean, I did my duty, right? No, that's not what it is. That's not, that's not a responsible citizen. Let's, let's, let's go let's – let's talk about the Bill of Rights, right? Does, how many of you really know about the Bill of Rights or the Declaration of Independence? How many of you really, really understand it or even read it? Well, let's go over that real quick here. It's about eight minutes of your time here, and then we're going to go into the militia movement, all right? And I think that's very important because – we see the militias are on the rise again, and, and we hear about these stories, and, and many people know that many of the militia groups have called into this show over the years, and uh, we'll go over that. So let's go over this real quick and make sure you understand it. In Congress, July 4th, 1776. The Unanimous Declaration of the Thirteen United States of America. When in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another, and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to these separations. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence indeed will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes. And accordingly, all experience has shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same objects evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, 
it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. Such has been the patient sufferance of these colonies. And such is now the necessity which constrains them to alter their former systems of government. The history of the present King of Great Britain is a history of repeated injuries and usurpations all having in direct object the establishment of an absolute tyranny over these states. To prove this, let facts be submitted to a candid world. He has refused his assent to laws, the most wholesome and necessary for the public good. He has forbidden his governors to pass laws of immediate and pressing importance unless suspended in their operations of his assent should be obtained. And when so suspended, he has utterly neglected to attend to them. He has refused to pass other laws for the accommodation of large districts of people, unless those people would relinquish the right of representation in the legislature, a right inestimable to them and formidable to tyrants only. He has called together legislative bodies at places unusual, uncomfortable, and distant from the depository of their public record for the sole purpose of fatiguing them compliance with his measures. He has dissolved representative houses repeatedly, proposing with massive firmness his invasions in the rights of the people. He has refused for a long time after such deposition to cause others to be elected, whereby the legislative powers incapable of annihilation have returned to the people at large for their exercise, the state remaining in the meantime exposed to all the dangers of invasion from without and compulsion within. He has endeavored to prevent the population of these states for that purpose, obstructing the laws of naturalization of foreigners, refusing to pass others to encourage their migration thither, and raising the conditions of new appropriations of land. He has obstructed the administration of justice by refusing his essential laws for establishing judiciary power. He has made judges dependent on his will alone for the tenure of their offices and the amount and payment of their salaries. He has erected a multitude of new offices and sent hither swarms of officers to harass our people and keep out their substance. He has kept among us in times of peace standing armies without the consent of our legislators. He has affected to render the military independent of and superior to the civil power. He has combined with others to subject us to a jurisdiction foreign to our constitution and unacknowledged by our laws, giving his assent to their acts of pretended legislation, for quartering large bodies of armed troops among us, for protecting them by a mock trial from punishment for any murders which they should commit on the inhabitants of these states for cutting off our trade with all parts of the world, for imposing taxes on us without our consent, for depriving us in many cases of the benefits of trial by jury, for transporting us beyond seas to be tried for pretended offenses, for abolishing the free system of English laws in a neighboring province, establishing therein an arbitrary government, and enlarging its boundaries so as to render it at once an example and fit instrument for introducing the same absolute rule into these colonies. For taking away our charters, abolishing our most valuable laws, and altering fundamentally the forms of our government. For suspending our own legislators and declaring themselves invested with power to legislate for us in all cases whatsoever. He has abdicated government here by declaring us out of its protection and waging war against us. He has plundered our seas, ravaged our coasts, 
burnt our towns and destroyed the lives of our people. He is at this time transporting large armies of foreign mercenaries to complete the works of death, desolation, and tyranny already begun with circumstances of cruelty and perfidy scarcely paralleled in the most barbarous ages and totally unworthy the head of a civilized nation. He has constrained our fellow citizens taken captive on the high seas to bear arms against their country, to become the executioners of their friends and brethren, or to fall themselves by their hands. He has excited domestic insurrections among us, and has endeavored to bring on the inhabitants of our frontiers, the merciless Indian savages whose known rule of warfare is an undistinguished destruction of all ages, sexes, and conditions. In every stage of these oppressions, we have petitioned for redress in the most humble terms. Our repeated petitions have been answered only by repeated injury. A prince whose character is thus marked by every act which may define a tyrant is unfit to be the ruler of a free people. Nor have we been wanting in attention to our British brethren. We have warned them from time to time of attempts by their legislature to extend an unwarrantable jurisdiction over us. We have reminded them of the circumstances of our emigration and settlement here. We have appealed to their native justice and magnanimity, and we have conjured them by the ties of our common kindred to disavow these usurpations which would inevitably interrupt our connections and correspondence. They too have been deaf to the voice of justice and of consanguinity. We must, therefore, acquiesce in the necessity which denounces our separation and hold them as we hold the rest of mankind, enemies in war, in peace, friends. We, therefore, the representatives of the United States of America, in general congress, assembled, appealing to the supreme judge of the world for the rectitude of our intentions do in the name and by the authority of the good people of these colonies solemnly publish and declare that these united colonies are and of right ought to be free and independent states that they are absolved from all allegiance to the british crown and that all political connection between them and the state of great britain is and ought to be totally dissolved and that as free and independent states they have full power to levy war conclude peace, contract alliances, establish commerce, and to do all other acts and things which independent states may of right do. And for the support of this declaration, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. All right, here we have it. Let's go to the uh, Okay, here we go. What we're going to do now is we're going to concentrate now. This is what happens when you, these are the, this is, the, we're going into today's militia, not yesterday's militia. We're going to go into the, but this is going to be inside of, inside of a, they call it leftist, but we're, it's a militia group. So hang on one second. Let's get this up and going. Guns are... 
for for us to have done. Let's see this is the radical. It creates a different balance of power. Gun sales in America reached record highs at the beginning of the pandemic and have continued after ongoing political and racial violence across the country has led more Americans to question their own safety. For Bruce, I'm taking you to Houston, Texas to meet up with Flight Risk, the founder of Arm Your Friends, a growing leftist and BIPOC gun organization that is training underserved communities how to use firearms. I'm not on my parents' health insurance anymore, and I work for myself doing a bit of everything, so I found a plan for just...
So when we're removing those barriers, we're, like, changing what their world looks like. And suddenly that's a problem. Like, more black people getting involved, more Asian people getting involved, Hispanics, Latinos, people with, like, left-to-center political views, or people just view current issues differently than the monolith of the firearms industry. And our mission of, like, bringing those people in, like, if that's extreme to you, you're, you're not ready for the future, because this is what the future looks like. Yep. Absolutely. And people like this have always existed, and they've wanted to become trained, take charge of their self-defense, but the industry has left them out of the conversation. Right. And suddenly now we want to provide a space for them to be a part of that. Suddenly that's a problem somehow. Yeah. Why is that a problem? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, a problem we have had in the past is um, there's been calls to uh, report the firearms that we own legally as stolen to try to get us in trouble with law enforcement. So <laughs> we try to our best to uh, not show our gun serial numbers so that apples on the Internet don't mark it as stolen or report it as stolen. Safety <laughs> is going to be priority number one here. We are doing some safety hood rat stuff out here today. So we'll make sure that no one leaves with any holes they did not arrive with. Cool? All right, eyes and ears, everyone, eyes and ears. You on the fourth one? Yes, sir. Send them. All right, there you go. Do you have it right there? The militias of uh, this the beginning. This is one of the leftist militia groups. We got another one here that uh, goes in more detail of the militia group. But you know, we, we saw this happen. Every, we have, Remember 2008, it popped up, same thing, and then the militia of the early 90s with the Randy Weaver story. And, uh, you know, it, it's it's really, what do you think is going to happen? I mean, do you think, I mean, if, like we saw the lockdowns of the pandemic. Nothing happened. The militias didn't organize. There was no breakdown of the communities or society. So really, what has to happen for America really to cave in and really turn into that? That civil war everybody always talks about. I don't think I don't see it happening. I don't think it can happen. I don't think. Uh, I think even if the grocery stores were to close down and shut down, it just America's too big to fail right now. I, mean, I just don't think it can collapse like everyone has predicted. It has was going to collapse over many many years now. Nothing wrong with being prepared. Nothing wrong with uh, being uh, in a group. I guess you could say of people that think like you. <clears throat> but to preach that the you know the collapse is coming and the end is here, I just don't see it. I don't see it. I, I mean, I, I don't. I don't think any of you really out there see it. And if you do, uh, you, you know, because I, I speak to people in the military, and the, the militias of <clears throat> excuse me of today are not the militias of 1776. It's just not even close. Last night we did a documentary on George Washington. Uh, those groups of people were farmers. There were different type of groups of men and women that were – it was a different time. Those groups of men and women are not existing today. There is no way that we can say that, 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 that we have those types of people existing amongst us today. There's no way. Um, those people were, were trying to start something. They were trying to form a government. We already have a government. We have a government that is broken right now. We have a government that's corrupt right now. So how are we going to fix it? Certainly the militia is not going to fix it. That's not the militia's job. Okay? So 
you know, understanding the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence, really, many people don't understand it. I mean, you hear people out there today, I hear, I go on other podcast shows, my tax dollars, you know, we, we've been over that before, the Federal Reserve, I played just a couple of weeks ago, Aaron, uh, uh, Aaron Russo's there, um, Freedom of Fascism, you know, where we discussed the Federal Reserve, we played the Money Masters, the creation of money, how money's created, how uh, it's created out of thin air, the fractional reserve banking, how the criminal bankers have... Uh, hijacked uh, our monetary system. Our president of the United States does not control our monetary system. Congress does not really control our monetary system. The Federal Reserve does. The Federal Reserve is a privately owned banking cartel that is not a part of our federal government at all. It's no more federal than Federal Express. Simple as that. So how could you say, and we have a printing press that prints the money. So America's not broke. They're not broke. We are not broke. Okay, all your states are not broke. Plenty of money. Let me give you one quick, easy, simplistic example real quick here. Okay, let's say just hypothetically your uh, state has a budget of uh, $5 billion. Okay, and they pass the budget, and okay, now they start allocating the money. Now all of a sudden you have a tornado, a couple tornadoes go through uh, 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 your state, and it causes uh, $50 million worth of damage. Then you get hit by a hurricane. Well, you already passed your budget, so where's that money coming from? Okay, you already, you, already, you already passed your budget, and most states don't even have a balanced budget, so where's that money coming from? How are they going to fix anything? How are they going to pay for anything to be fixed? The money's already spent that, that they're, for the budget. Where's it going to come from? <clears throat> Does anyone have any answers on that, how they get it? You know, we declare an emergency, and all of a sudden, poof, the money tree out back starts growing money, right? No. That's not because they practice fractional reserve banking, and, and all they have to do is buy more bonds, deposit those bonds, and then the Federal Reserve then lends it out to the U.S. Treasury or, or their state treasuries, and uh, then they allocate that money to the, to, to the banks. The banks then, then distribute it at interest, and it's borrowed at interest. So therefore – and it's money created out of nothing, fake bonds, generated bonds that, that were that, – I mean it's just it's – a, it's a really a big – scam and scheme that really, if you really get down to it, it's really easy to figure out. It's money created out of thin air, nothing. It don't exist. You are that money. You are. with You are that money because you're the promise. You're the promise. Your labor is the promise. What you generate throughout your life is the promise and how the government's going to pay back the Federal Reserve. You're the slave. You know, No, you're not going to cash in your birth certificate. It doesn't work like that. But you're, but we could start there if you want with the bonds. Uh, let's see here. I think I played that one there right there uh, before. It's like an eight-minute clip about the straw man where, um, you know, about your birth certificate and everything. But you're not going to cash it in. You know, it's, it's, it doesn't work like that. You're not going to go to the bank and say, I want to cash in my birth certificate because it's unbonded. It's a bond. No. Well, then how could you call it a bond? That's interesting. You know, but <laughs> – but it, again, the fractional reserve banking scheme, uh, creating money out of thin air and then lending it out or recreating it and then lending it out, you know, many times over is is, is really usury. And uh, a good video to watch on that would be uh, um, the it's titled the most important video on the internet, and it goes into the Federal Reserve and talks about that and the definition of the Federal Reserve. I was an avid supporter of Ron Paul back in the day, so he really was against the Federal Reserve. And uh, tried to explain how it worked. Also, and he was a proponent of uh, audit the Fed because if you audit the Federal Reserve, you find out really 
how how far the rabbit hole would go down in, and what wars the Federal Reserve has paid for, and uh, um, and find out that they funded both sides of every war for a long time now. Here's this one right here. This is a good one. This is a straw man one. Billy. 
There you have it right there. I think guys explained it in five minutes right there. I have to put a good quick video right there. Uh, you know, um, so, but don't get wrapped up in looking underneath a rock for your straw man. So don't be doing that um, because you can get yourself in trouble. Um, let me uh, go over to the studio screen here. All right, anybody want to participate here? Six five seven three eight three zero six one six, and we'll connect you here. All right, let's see here. Let's go to the first caller here. Go ahead there, Mr. 234. Go ahead, 234. You have your hand up. Oh, this has got to be taped. Hang on a minute, Joe. I'm trying to un- I'm unmuting myself, and I'm trying to do laundry, too. <laughs> All right. Well, you're on live. All right. How about that? Uh, how about the new developments today with the BRICS nation? Since we're going to talk about you want to look like you want to go with the, the Federal Reserve and whatnot and the banking. Is that what you're aiming at here? Well, pretty much, yeah. I was going into the militia too whatever. here, but somebody put something. Hang on, somebody put something right. in the chat room there. Uh, somebody said, uh, say, "Say a prayer for the seventy. Uh, what is this? And then call the. Uh, oh, see, I've. Oh, okay. I've called the, our house house speaker twice now. First time was to let him know how disappointed I was with the CR. I thanked him for being uh, got back into our house, but his decision to promote more of the same with the CR was a mistake. I, I left this as uh, a recorded message, voicemail. It says, my second call to the speaker was earlier today. I spoke to a person working in the speaker's office. My message to the speaker, um, I thanked him for releasing the uh, J6 tapes. Then I stressed it, uh, stressed it is Thanksgiving week, and many innocent Americans are locked up for being Americans. The actions of um, uh, against um Excuse me. Actions against these Americans is anti-American, unconstitutional, and evil. Speaker must take action to have a real J6 committee and to hold everyone involved accountable for what has been done to these Americans. I repeated some statements and asked if the speaker had created such a committee. The person stated they could not speak on behalf of the speaker. Of course, they always say that. They only are there to answer the phones. Uh, he said he would uh, let the speaker know of my comments. Yeah, right. I plan to call again and ask the speaker to find out how many of these Americans committed suicide as a result of this abuse. He should read their names into the public record and um, those involved in this massive fraud and conspiracy against American patriots must be charged with murder. If the speaker is true to his Christian faith and the U.S. Constitution, he will do this because it is the right thing to do. I am asking my fellow American patriots to take action and call the speaker along with your senators and representatives about the evil and ungodly, un-American, unconstitutional actions taken against our fellow Americans be addressed and corrected. This is um, so wrong and evil, uh, um, and if this is not corrected and corrected soon, we will, must we must face the fact we have no country anymore. So there you go, and there's the speaker's phone number right there, Mike Johnson. Well, let's see here. Are they closed now? Are they open? Or did it, does the comment line? I mean, or do they does the comment? Do they have a comment? Uh, um. Uh, uh, voicemail by any chance? Um, I'm asking it's the probably the same chat thing you do, Joe. Like, you yeah, know, you call I know. I think, yeah, let's see what happens with my call. Yeah, let's see what happens with my call right now. Let's talk about that. Let's just see what happens. I don't think it'll answer. Well, hell, but who are you gonna go call? ahead and call. Speaker of the House. Yeah, I was say, if you call now, you've reached on, the please. office of Speaker Mike Johnson. Yeah. Unfortunately, we are unable to take your call at the time. If you leave your name, number, and the name of the staffer you are trying to contact, we will attempt to call you back as soon as possible. Thank you. Hello, how you doing? My name is Joseph Gibson, calling from uh, Blog Talk Radio, restoring our republic. 
and uh, I have a message for the speaker. Uh, hopefully, he will do the right thing and restore our republic and realize uh, and because we, the American people, know that the United States is a corporation and the District of Columbia is a corporation, and we need to restore our original constitution and our republic uh, as the founding fathers intended and what was intended by the constitution as it was written and in the Declaration of Bill of Rights. Um, so I'm leaving that message. I do a podcast show. Um, the phone number to my podcast show is 657-383-0616. I'm usually on in the evenings at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Tuesdays. And I would love to speak to the speaker and talk to him about these types of issues or that type of issue particularly. And also about the J6 uh, committee. I have several um, uh, issues I'd like to address there also. So I have, thank you for your time. God bless the Republic. All right. There you have it. Huh, Dave? What do you think? Yeah. Well, that's pretty good. I mean, at least you can get through. Hell, next you're probably calling a half hour, and the the, the mailbox will be full. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, you can't leave a I mean, I, that was kind of on the spot. I just decided to just throw it out there because I'm live on a podcast. I, I would like to have something documented, like what the what American Statesman I obviously uh, called and said uh, was pretty good. So, but that, that's what I've read there in the right. uh, chat room. So. But anyway, what's on your yeah, mind that, now? That is good for sure. Well, I'll just say if you uh, if you heard any of the news in the last well, let's see, what time is it now? Ten o'clock? I'd say in the last twenty two hours, the British Union had a emergency meeting. You know, one where they called in. I think it's I'm not sure exactly how many countries are in this. South America, Russia, or uh, South Africa, Russia. Uh, who else? Yeah, well, well, we know the countries that are not. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they uh, they're going to investigate they are pushed forward and they are accepted to arrest or actually put out a arrest warrant an indictment for Benton and Yahoo from Israel to be charged on crimes against humanity and war crimes. Really? And and, what, and what are they based yeah. this on? What is this what is this what is this committee that you're talking well, about this this I mean well, because, because they, the United Nations has a don't they have a arrest warrant for Putin? Uh, doesn't the world court uh, yeah, or something yes, have they an arrest warrant? Yes, they do. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So now if so. – however they work with their Interpol and that stuff, they can't leave their country, you know, because if they do, they basically should be caught where you're leaving from. But uh, the BRICS union, I'm not sure who – it's the ones that are trying to break away from the uh, actual – it's not a bad thing in one sense because they're trying to get away from the 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 crown, the British crown under their rule of thumb or however you want to call it, what we've been under forever. The same thing, mm-hmm. the Federal Reserve. They want to get away and do their own banking system. But, they, they, I mean, you're talking about countries that have really no, I don't know what you want to say, no no fight in the game in Israel as of right now as far as looking at the, the yeah. uh Well, this comes in right now, actually, the State Department. The State Department admits Russia has won the Ukrainian war. So yes, that, that, that was that, It was almost a month yeah. ago. Yeah. Yeah. If you had seen what some of the stuff that was going on, if you got to see some of the uh, actual the footage on the ground from people that were actually reporting the news over there to their own people, like you might get local news where you're at halfway decent, but then again, you try to get to the to the national news, you're, you're screwed because mm-hmm. they're going to tell you what they, they want you to hear. But they uh, they were losing eight to one people a day. That's how bad the atrocity was going on over there. They were telling them guys. Well, I don't think they're still it's fighting, a, but I, actually what you're going to have is you're going to have the same thing as the uh, what Hezbollah and the rest of them guys do. All of them hide behind civilians, and they, they, you know, they'll go into a, a school or a, a hospital, 
and they'll post up there because they don't think somebody will bomb them because of that's the, the Geneva Con- uh, Convention, you know, says you're not allowed to do that. So what do you call it? The, uh, a war crime. You can't do that. You know, you're going to have to bomb civilians. Yeah. So that's why they hide Well, listen them. to this real quick. That's why well, listen to this real quick. This crazy. is eugenics, though. We are dying in the Huxley eugenics nightmare, really, basically. Uh, you know, so let me play this real quick. This is like a couple minutes long, and then I'll check the boards again. Let's see. Hang on. What's being said on social media platforms? We have launched an effort to be able to counter some of the negativity and reach out to people when we see these things spoken about on online platforms. This governor of New York's statement about how they're going to surveil everyone and then thought crime you is a big deal because they've already been doing this, but now the ADL that runs this lady wants it codified into law. You've seen the EU say recently, oh, don't worry, soon we'll be censoring Americans. Well, the EU threatening to arrest Elon Musk. This is a big deal. Governor Kathy Hochul says New York is now conducting special media surveillance efforts to monitor hate. That's government taxpayer money to monitor what you say. And I always point this out about the censorship. It's surveillance and censorship. And the surveillance is just as bad as the censorship itself. None dare call it conspiracy and many, many others like Klingon Skousen's The Naked Communist. And then reading the New American Magazine predicting what the world government would look like from their own documents and getting heavily into the UN's uh, library. And thinking, man, this is really fantastical. This is really totalitarian. This is really transhumanist. This is incredibly dangerous and, and looks like Brave New World. And then I read Brave New World. Then I read Brave New World Revisited, which is nonfiction. And there was Aldous Huxley, whose brother founded the UN, Julian Huxley, and was the head of the World Eugenics Society and later the first transhumanist, saying in the 50s, we're going to end the sexes, break up the families and turn humans into factory farm-produced creatures that we control. But you have more and more people living their lives out as subordinates in these hierarchical systems controlled by bureaucracies, either the bureaucracies of big business or the bureaucracies of big government. Now, the devices that you were talking about, are there specific devices or uh, methods of communication which diminish our freedoms in addition to overpopulation and overorganization? Well, there are certainly devices which can be used in this way. I mean, let us uh, take a uh, piece of very recent and very painful history of the uh, propaganda used by Hitler, which was incredibly effective. I mean, that, what were Hitler's methods? Hitler used terror on the one kind, brute force on the one hand, but he also used a very efficient uh, form of uh, of propaganda, which uh, uh, he was using every modern device at that time. He didn't have TV, but he had the, the radio, which he used to the fullest extent, and was able to uh, impose his will on an immense mass of people. I mean, the Germans were highly educated people. And Huxley wrote in Raymond World Revisited in 1961 that this was the actual plan of the technocrats. So see, I knew that the founding scientist of the UN and his brother had told everybody the battle plan and then explained this is not a joke. And then I went and looked at what they were planning in the 50s that was done by the 70s. What they were planning in the 70s was done by the 90s. And I said, well, 
if we continue down the trajectory, what they're saying they'll have done by the year 2000, Agenda 2021, then they're going to do Agenda 2030, which is 90% forced population. That's going to get really nasty, isn't it? It is the inventory and control plan. Inventory and control of all land, all water, all minerals, all plants, all animals, all construction, all means of production, all food, all energy, all information, and all human beings in the world. This is the plan that was agreed to by 179 nations back in 1992. It's a United Nations plan. It's called the Agenda for the 21st Century. And so they are attempting, and that's the whole point of the broadcast is, we know the enemy plans, we know their operations, and we know the trajectory only goes down until we start not complying and then building alternate systems. Society goes exactly right there. Just non-compliance. Don't comply with it. But how many people are complying with it? They're all complying. Everyone's in compliance. No, no, you know, everybody's like, what can you do? What can you do about it? Oh, you know, you can't do nothing about it. You know, oh, just got to cooperate. <laughs> and, you know, my thing, you walk outside, wow, what the heck they're taking my neighbor to my left there? What the heck are they taking him away for? Boop, he's getting away in handcuffs. A couple of weeks later, whoop, my neighbor to the right, he's getting taken away in handcuffs. What the heck? I'm glad it ain't me. Boom, guy across the street, he's been taking him away. Ooh, wait, ooh. Also, I go back in my house, and my neighborhood's kind of empty. <laughs> and nobody to help me now, right? I mean, maybe maybe we should have put a stop to it when the guy to the left was getting taken first, right? You know? I mean, it, we, we don't want to help each other out. Nobody wants to sacrifice because we're not there yet because we haven't lost everything. But you see, they methodically do this. They they take they know how to incrementally break everything down and who that's why you're on a list that's why certain people are not that's why other people are that's why and, and we're just playing right into the system and how many times I hear it here on this podcast show and on other podcast shows sometimes we slip into that 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 mindset where no we have to stay focused we have to stay fighting we got to stay vigilant we have to stay very well focused and trained on the mission at hand here and that is to restore our republic. Restore freedom and crush tyranny and stand up for what's right and not be fooled and not be, be uh, put into the paradigm way, of, the paradigm shift of thinking that they have over us or they're trying to get over us, you know. And those of us that are really awake, they can't get us, you know, no matter what they do, and they know that. But there's others out there. Well, how many of us are getting old and we're getting older and older and older and we can't fight no more eventually? You know, that's why I say, man, I don't want to be old and they pull this crap off and I can't fight. Right now, I'm in perfect shape. I could fight. You know, I'm ready. I'll take on that UN Super Patriot. I don't care. I'll tell, you know, come on, punk. You know, I mean, I'm ready to go. But the point point being is that who am I fighting? I'm fighting ghosts. You know, who am I fighting? I don't know who these people are. Everyone says the government. You ever hear that when people always are arguing you know, or they uh, are accusing the New World Order? The government, the government. Who the hell is the government? The government, the government, the government. Who the hell is the government? That's what I always want to ask. Who's the government? You know, I thought we were the government. You ever hear that when they say no, that? Why, <laughs> we were the government at one who's time. Government? We, were the, we were the government. Yeah, but who's the and government? So at one point, these people that we, let, we elect and put into place uh, were infiltrated by another group of people we talked about the other night where their whole goal is to take over everything. They want to rule us. They've done that's what who's doing it all. But they're influenced well, so heavily under the, the, yeah, the religion. That's where I think the problem is. Most of these people we see that have this, the, not that being a Christian's wrong, it's not. But when you have 
the, the principles of what Judaism is mixed in with the, what they want to call the Judeo-Christians, you have that, that mindset where no matter what happens, Israel's going to be always right, even if they're wrong, even if they attack our own country like they did with the USS Liberty, they still cut to them and, and find uh, no fault in them. When you can't do that, because it's regardless of what you do religion-wise or race-wise, there has to be a guideline where you follow it, and, and you have to be right or wrong. There has to be moral and immoral, and you have to be held accountable that way. That's the only way this is ever going to be fixed. Well, let me ask you a question. Sarge went over this last night very well, though. They were attacked, Israel. When you declare war on somebody, they're doing it the right way. They declared war. On the Hamas, and, and look, they're even allowing the, the civilians. How many countries that declare war allow a break so the civilians can get out of the way? You know, well, I mean, now wait a minute. You, now wait a minute. You can say that, but you didn't. You're not talking about how about the first four days of that, where Israel locked it down and told nobody they were leaving. Period, and they commenced the bombing. Well, they well, they well, they, they, they had certain targets. Well, they had certain targets. I mean, look, well, you, know, you attack my country. Yeah, there's certain you know? targets, Joe. But that's what I was saying. You got twenty or uh, two million people in a twenty-mile area, but there's no military installations, none. No, no, there's not. People, yes, on the Gaza Strip, that's all it is. Fifty percent. Yeah, I know, of but, they're, but, they're, but they're hiding. They're hiding amongst the that's women and children. Though. What are you doing? Right, you know. Right, but is it okay? Hey, that's where Benyamin was in trouble now because he, they came out. Their cabinet said it's okay. If we're going to blow up a, a hospital because there's five bad apples in there and 50 people are collateral damage, then so be it. That's exactly how they put it, and that's what they did. Whoa. And that's why I think they're, that's why Brits had that thing today because they, they literally couldn't denounce and say, well, they didn't say that because he did say it. And they said it a couple times in different places. And they were very adamant about, you know, we know that they're hiding, especially underground with the tunnels and whatnot, but – so let me ask you a question then. Let me ask you a question. What should they have done? Let me ask you a question. What should they have done then, Israel? What should? They, what would you have done? What would? They, what, yeah. What, well, what would you have done if you're the prime minister of Israel? What would you have done? Well, yeah. I'm, if you're going to do it, this, if you want to do it the cowardly way, you in the uh, inhumane way, you send the rockets over and you bomb. If you want to do it the politically correct way and the moral way, you put boots on the ground and you go door to door knocking. That's the only. That's, well, that's, that's, that's what they did. That's what they did. Basically, they're on the ground right now. No, they going did not. Door to door. No, 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 they didn't go inside there. Hell no, they didn't go. They were firing from all over the place around them. They didn't go inside there. Hell, they didn't start the well, uh, well, invasion. Oh, oh you're talking about right off the bat. You're talking, about, you're talking about right. You're talking about yeah, the first yeah, day yeah. after that happened. You would have sent the military boots on the ground. Oh, for sure. military would have slaughtered. Yeah. Well, your military would have slaughtered then, and then you would have been you would have been you would have been arrested or you voted out of office. Wait a minute, Joe. How is the third strongest military in the world provided by us? How is the third strongest going to get eliminated or slaughtered in their own country, in their own territory? It's like going to fight in an urban uh, combat. You know, people, a lot of people don't realize you can't go to war and go to the jungle and fight and think that's the only thing that's going to fight, like Vietnam, and then come and try to fight in Afghanistan and go to an urban uh, assault area and go, you have to do that door to door in buildings and stuff. It's a whole different type of warfare. Completely different. I know. I know it is. That's why they sent the smart bombs first. That's why they took the well, used the jets and used the technology first. Well, they knew that and they were going to kill people. Liar. Their own people. They, they're killing their own people. And it's, it's, it's crazy. I, I don't know. There's no good thing about – no matter what anybody says, I don't know, I've never understood this. When, you, when I, my dad raised me, and I started boxing, he said, listen, 
You be first. If you're going to get into a fight, don't get hit in the mouth. And, and Like Mike Tyson said, everybody's got a, a plan to get punched in the mouth. But here's the thing. If you're, if you're first to attack, you have the advantage. You know you're going you're gonna to commence to doing it, and you make the actual strike. Now, to be on defense sucks because you have to look over your shoulder or whatnot. So do you not go that route and let them take that shot? I, I, don't, I just really don't think the rules of war apply. To, if there's going to be a war in America, do you think I'm going to abide by any goddamn laws? Because I don't believe there are any. What are the rules of fighting, yeah. and I'll abide by them? I don't believe well, here, What about you? Well, look here, you know, the bottom stuff. line is, listen, Hamas was elected there by the Palestinians, the people there, and, and yes, the Israelis helped put them there, yes, because they wanted yes, to, they to, to combat the PLO, but big deal, the United States helped put Osama bin Laden on the map, so, you know, but, but well, I'll play it, everyone's asking me to play this one here, hey. I got a bunch of messages. Hang on right one here. second, don't even and, time in on that. On, on that, on that note, have to think about this, what would, what would benefit Netanyahu in Israel? To, to start this Hamas group, like Obama did uh, ISIS, so he could have his little, what do you want to call it, a, a group, where he could implement them in somewhere, and their collateral damage, you know what, because if they needed to have a war to start a war, to something to, to, to ignite it, right there it is. You put those guys in place, you push them through, you blame everything on them, and then you, you go to war on it. Of course. Look, I don't know what the thinking of was was the CIA, but Obama was Osama. I mean, was put in uh, uh, power and funded to fight the Russians in the seventies. You know, that's what he was yes. there for. You know, and so I mean, do you, so. Do you, and, think, do you honestly yeah. think, and all the things that have happened with Osama bin Laden, do you think that that guy was sitting on a sack phone inside of a cave, making airstrikes and calling out and having all this put together? Do you think that went on? Do you think that guy was that guy to do that, or was it actually maybe it was maybe the Israeli Mossad and our CIA plotting to do it all, now, using him as a scapegoat? <laughs> if, if anyone ever found out that the CIA was responsible for bombing oh. up the World Trade Center, uh, there was no way that could happen. I, I, oh, look, that's why they censored 9/11 so much. Now, that's he, why you see he, all these, these engineers and stuff. Listen to me. You know, he the trained the Saudi Arabians. Saudi, they were Saudi Arabian. They came over here. They trained in flight school here. They weren't that good of pilots because this guy flew the damn plane. And, and, well, and yes, done, they, like I think one. he could have pulled it off. I think they, hey, they, cra- they did crash the planes. They did crash the planes into the towers. They didn't blow them up. There were planes crashed in the towers. Okay. And listen, all the combustible agents oh, sure. that are in a building okay, can, can heat up. More than 2,600 degrees, and that burn and burn those columns. Okay, so no, it can't. Jet fuel can't do that. Jet fuel can't get that hot. I know for a fact because I got right run jet fuel in it my race car. It wasn't just jet and fuel. Was it was iron worker by train. Listen to me. It wasn't just jet fuel. Now you're not paying attention. It was not just Listen, jet fuel. You had office right, equipment, computers, because... carpets, no. drywall. No. Yes, all that's in no. the building. What are you talking about? All a, that's controlled, in the building getting a, controlled, a controlled demolition where a building falls in its own footprint is only done by one way. Controlled demolition where and, and they they've just come out another nine eleven report has come out. The building swayed. The building swayed. You could watch no, they it. Did not. No, I, they did not. Yes, they no. did. I, well, I was in Connecticut when it happened. Listen. How about how about what, this? what happened? If, if all that, if, how about if, they, if them buildings swayed and fell down? 
Where was all the debris at? Because if you actually do the mathematics in these guys' primitive, these engineers, there's like 1,500 of these guys, Joe. It's insane what they have proven. Do you know how many other buildings were damaged by that? How 13, 13 stories high should have been bricks stacked that high that you would have been able to get to because that's how much rubble would have came down. 13 stories high. No, the feet. pressure. Yes, it no, is. The pressure sucked it, no, the pressure sucked it down. The pressure sucked no, it down. It Listen, I did a video on this no. on 9-11 where engineers explained it very Joe, clearly and from eyewitness accounts. They did not put bombs in the basement. There's no way. No, 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 you can't keep a secret. You can't keep a secret amongst 10 people today. And they're telling you 1,500 people kept a secret to blow up a building? The Israelis keep more secrets than anybody. The Israelis no. own the security company that had the people in that building. They own the, the, uh, the transportation. The, the people that are, well, the security was at and where all the planes are taken off from were all by the same people that are on the ones doing the security work in the two World Trade Center buildings. They, they like did not blow up those buildings. Two There's and no a way. half months of doing nothing but wiring that place up for complete demolition. Oh, and nobody, saw, it. Had and nobody saw anything. You're telling me well, nobody's no, they're, they're supposed to be there. They're working. They're working. They're putting in, it looks like they're putting in a uh, closed satellite TV or something. Or they're doing rewiring fire alarms. Who knows? But they had the access to that amount of time. They said the guy that did the controlled demolition, hey, the controlled demolition stuff that goes on like in Las Vegas when a hotel All right, time out, time out. Okay, hang on. Let's just say, for instance, you had men in there doing that. All right, who paid those men? Who supplied those men with the supplies? Where did the supplies come from? Who came up with the idea? Who's in charge of it? You're telling me all these people kept a secret all this time and nobody said nothing. Well, we have to we have to look at this. We have to look and see what exactly was said the day before by uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy. Hey John, put that 25 ton uh, CC4 on that beam right there, hey, sir. This it's is not C4. how much. Okay, sure. Do you think you're not going to ask questions? Come on. It's not what it is. It's <laughs> not what it is. It's not what it is, Joe. What? You have to look what at exactly how the structure of a plane is, how explosives work. And, they, and how did you count? I worked as an iron worker. I built the society building in Cleveland. I was up 57 stories in the air doing this. Those buildings are built to take impacts. 100%. Yes, they were. They all, every one of those planes could have hit them buildings. They wouldn't Why? Fell down. Well, how I did they test it? it? What, what? When they flew planes they in the building to the test field. it, they knew it? In the field. They no, built they a real train center in the field and they flew a plane into it to see if it would collapse? I wish somebody had enough money that would end all this bullshit and pull, 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 make the characters behind it all. Build another building like that. Build it identical. Oh. Try a plane into There's a water. No way. Head. You're going to have a whole other outcome. No. no what, yes, what will happen if you fly a plane into it? What will happen? You, you realize, It'll just burn? Do you It'll realize burn? how big those beams are that you're talking about going up in that building? And if an airplane hits it, when an airplane hits something, if a bird hits the front of an airplane, you're lucky it don't crash. If a you bird know that those, it, listen, those, those buildings swayed back and forth. The heat was so intense yes, for do. an hour and a half. They sway yeah. every day when the wind's blowing, Joe. They have a pendulum system in them, just like a clock. That's what's no, down to the no. elevator shaft. Oh, I've built the buildings, I know, but I'm trying to tell you. They did not blow up those towers. That are six feet wide, the one side web of them, you can stand inside. You can stand inside it with your feet, and that's the, the middle of an eye beam. That's how thick those things are and tall they are. You don't cut those off at a 45-degree perfect angle like you saw all those pieces laying on the ground and, and the molten stuff underneath them 
what, two days later they found more hot molten steel? It was burned. It had to be it had to be ignited and cut like that. If it was crumbling, it would have bent and folded. It's too much mm-hmm. there's too much building there to have everything not stacked up really, especially two of them, Joe, side by side. Just they had that shit out of there in a hot minute. In a hot minute. All them dump trucks clear clear it's like they had a plan. It's like that bank robbery movie where them guys try to steal. I forget what movie it is, but they get they drive the dump trucks down in there, and uh, I think yeah, it's yeah, that yeah, you've been you watch too many Die Hard yeah. movies. Come on. Well, that's all the right, thing. Right, you right, right, the right, dump right, trucks, right. but all the truck, they take hey, they take all that debris out of there. Not a single piece of steel or anything was left for anybody to do any type of inspection on because they had taken it and shipped it and sold it already for scrap to China. That's a fact. Gone. How in the hell did that? How did they plan that all of a sudden? Well, I don't know. And the worst part of all. No, that's not what they. Well, you're, you know who the dancing Israelis were? Did you hear that about the guys in the van that they seen that the, the lady came out and said these people were out on the street. Oh God! They were actually. Go. What are you talking about? Now? Did you see that where they were filming? It? These about? guys were filming it. These guys were the, they're what called the they dancing film? Israelis. You have to Google it. What they were doing is they're celebrating the planes hitting the towers, but they're actually filming it because they knew it was going to happen. They go on Israeli TV. They do a doctor, uh, a show with this guy over. I don't know who the hell they're doing. You know who, what show it is? But I watched it. I don't know the name of it. I'll get it for you if you want me to. But these guys, three guys, sit right there. The dancing Israelis. They said we were sent there to document what was going to happen. I don't fuck did they know what was going to happen. What are you they talking didn't. about? They didn't. They couldn't have known. What are you talking about? They're, they're here. They're part of it. And they were part of the other stuff. They You're were telling me. The, listen, if anyone, of all those people, hang on now. All those people. You're telling me all the people were standing in the street looking up at this guy and they were dancing in Israeli, Israeli standing in the street dancing. Every New York. No, 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 they, they, they were all the They were like on something. another part of the highway. They were on another part of the highway. They were run over. New York, let me tell you something. They take that very personally, 9-11. And if anybody was celebrating or cheering, they would have got thrown off that bridge. when you play the next video, Google the dancing Israelis, and you'll shit when you see it. Because they're not right downtown. They're outside a ways away so they can film the actual planes doing it, and they're cheering it on because they know it's coming. Boom. Boom. Yes. And they got caught. They were one of the vans. They were actually caught. They were they were detained by New York City Police Department, and they were let loose. Mm-hmm. Look at it. Look it up. All right, now listen. Shit. I bought. I bought an article. This lady said these guys are outside dancing right, in the right. street. I'm like, all right, be all right. Now let's look at engineering here. Let's look at read this here. All right. Though the W uh, World Trade Center tower stood over 1,360 feet above the street level, the structure's bases were actually mm-hmm. set 70 feet into the ground, and one had 100-foot-tall mm-hmm. antenna on top of it. So with a 205-foot okay. width, they had a lot of exterior area facing the wind, the engineer stated. He calculated mm-hmm. that the approximate maximum wind shear force that a single face, uh, that a single face needed to withstand to be somewhere around 11 uh, 11 million pounds. The gravity loads weight produced by the towers mm-hmm. that the bases were at, at on the order of 500,000 tons, the power said. To handle these immense forces, the engineers designed the World Trade Center essentially as a large beam section, explained with uh, uh, another panel member, Robert McNara, president of the engineering for McNara and Sal- Salvia, called structural, structure, structural tubes in the business. Each each 
twin tower was strongly framed in structural steel. The frame com- uh, compromised inner and outer rectangular box tubes, consisting of closely mm-hmm. spaced steel box columns connected by steel pe- spandrel members of, or truss beams yes. that supported 40,000 square feet foot across braced floors, each nearly an acre <laughs> an acre in area. The impaneled, yeah. impaneled engineers said this configuration created a complete exterior tube around the building and center tube down the middle. The 90-foot-long 90 central core formed of massive vertical steel columns that held most of the building weight, contained uh, elevator shafts, stairways, and utility spaces, they said. The core's columns were thicker toward the base to support the huge uh, accumulated gravity loads. The outer That's perimeter tube, a pipe uh, prefabricated lattice work with uh, 61 14-inch steel beam columns spaced 39 inches on center on each building face <laughs> provided all the bracing resistance, resistance against lateral and twisting forces from wind and seismic action. The, this exterior grid tubes. served as a – hang on – served as a moment frame providing a large mom, uh, mo- moment arm of torque against overturning and deflection forces. The outer tube bore part of the gravity induced downward load as well as they noted. The huge inner and outer rectangular tubes needed to be protected to maintain their structural integrity. So the floors acted as reinforcing uh, diagrams or bulkheads, the term used in shipbuilding, said uh, panel member Jerome Connell, professor of civil environmental engineering, MIT. The office floors, which (laughs) each compromised a 35 to 60-foot clear span from the core to the exterior grid, were panelized structure members supported by open web joists with steel decks above them. He said the horizontal truss oh, the horizontal truss bolted and welded to the exterior grid and four <laughs> column structures included uh, 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 stringers that provided increased damping to help make the structure less lively in the wind. According to uh, Connor, each steel floor was covered with four inches of concrete with uh, almost an acre of area uh, for each floor and figuring about 100 pounds per square foot of area. area. He estimated that each floor mm-hmm. system weighed about 3,200,000 3, uh, 3, pounds. Why the towers fell. Here we go. With all of its structure redundancies, the World Trade Center was probably one of the more resistant, tall building structures, McNary said, adding that nowadays they just don't build them as tough as the World Trade Center. His statement is bolstered by the fact that the structure, that the support structures of both twin towers withstood the initial hits of the two uh, airliners, despite the breaching of many, le- uh, many levels of framing. After the deletion of key structural members from about the 90th to the 96th floor, on the north face of the tower, one World Trade Center, and from about the 75th to the 85th floors of the south, east, and north faces of the south tower, two World Trade Centers, the building skeletons found alternative paths to take the loads. Each impact and following explosion (laughs) imparted first a large local lateral force that then uh, omni-directional force to the structures, together causing massive initial damage to the columns and floor systems at the elevation of the crash. Despite shocks, explosion estimated the equivalent to that of the 1995 truck bombing of Alfred uh, uh, Federal Building in Oklahoma City, about 400 tons of Mm -hmm. TNT. The towers remained upright. The buildings displayed tremendous capacity to stand there despite the damage to a major portion of the gravity system. And for an hour or so, they did stand there, McNamara said. The lateral truss systems redistributed the load 
when other critical members were lost. It's a testament to the system that they lasted so long. Newspaper and TV newscasts reported that the Twin Towers had been designated to withstand a collision with a Boeing 707. The events of September 11 show that this was indeed the case. However, the World Trade Center was never designed for the massive explosion, explosions, nor the intense jet fuel fires that came next, uh, next, next, a key design, next to the key uh, design omission. Um, professor of civil and environmental engineering and panel member. The towers collapsed only after the kerosene fuel compromised the integrity of their structural tubes. One World Trade Center lasted for 105 minutes, whereas two World Trade Center remained standing for 47 minutes. It was designed for the type of fire you'd expect in an office building. Paper, <laughs> paper, desk, drapes, McNorma said. The, avia- <clears throat> the aviation fuel fires that broke out burned at, at a much hotter temperature than the t- uh, typical contents of an office. At about 800 degrees Fahrenheit, structural steel starts to lose its strength at 1,500 degrees Fahrenheit. All bets are off as steel, as, as steel as 1,500 degrees Fahrenheit. All bets are off as steel members become significantly weakened, as he explained. Some have raised questions about the degree of fire protection available to the guard the structure of steel. According to press reports, the original asbestos uh, cementius <clears throat> fireproofing applied to the steel framework exactly. of the North Tower at the lower 30 stories of the South were removed after the 1993 terrorist truck bombing. Others <laughs> have pointed out the possibility that the aviation fire fuel fires burned sufficiently hot to melt and ignite the airliner's aluminum airframe structures. Aluminum... Uh, Polyphorophrystic, I can't pronounce that word, metal, could have added to the conflagrations. Hot molten aluminum suggests one well-informed correspondent could have seeped down into the floor systems, doing significant damage. Aluminum melts into burning goblet puddles that would pool around depressions. Such beam joints serve as openings in the floor, stairwells, and so forth. The goblets are white-hot burning at an estimated 1,500 degrees Celsius. At this temperature, the water of hydration in the concrete is vaporized and consumed by aluminum. This evolves hydrogen gas that burns. Aluminum burning in the concrete produces a calcium oxide silicate slag over by a white aluminum oxide ash, all of which serve to insulate and contain the aluminum puddle. This keeps the metal hot and burning. If you look at the pictures of Iraqi aircraft destroyed in their concrete shelters during the Persian Gulf War, you will notice a deep imprint of the burned aircraft on the concrete floor. Though the Boeing 767 Mm -hmm. airliners that hit the towers were somewhat larger than the Boeing 707, and maximum takeoff weighs 395,000 pounds versus 336 pounds. The structures were designed to resist the planes carried a similar-sized fuel load as the older model, uh, about 24,000 gallons versus 23,000 gallons, according to Kossel. Most certainly, he continued, no building has has or will, will resist this kind of fire. The sprinkler system, which was probably compromised, <laughs> would have been, have been are useless against this kind of fire, he said, adding the World Trade Center towers performed admirably as they stood long enough for the majority of the people to be successfully ac- evacuated. Kussell also reported that he had made estimates of the amount of energy generated during the collapse of each tower. The gravitational energy of the buildings is like a water backed up behind a dam, he explains. When released, the accumulated potential energy is converted to the kinetic energy with a mass of about 500,000 tons, 5 times 10 kilograms by 8, a height okay. of about 1,350 feet, 411 meters, and the acceleration rate of 9.8 meters per second. 
He came up with a potential yep. energy of 10 to the power of 19. Er, uh, to, uh, 10 to 12 uh, uh, or 278 megawatt hours. That's the power of that. That about 1% of the energy released by a small atomic bomb, he, said, he noted. The MIT, MLT, MIT professor added that about 30% of the collapsed energy was expanded, rupturing the materials of the building while the rest was converted into kinetic energy of the falling mass. The huge gray dust clouds that covered lower Manhattan after the collapse were probably formed when the concrete floors were pulverized in the fall and then jetted into the surrounding neighborhood of the kinetic energy, impacting the ground at only 0.1% was converted to the seismic energy steady. Each event created a magnitude earthquake, uh, uh, a magnitude 2 earthquake as monitored at Columbia's University. So, I mean, it's, 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 let me say something something to somebody who worked in the industry. I worked in the industry. Now, let me explain something to you. They don't, they, all that stuff you just read sounds real good to everybody that's listening because you know what? They can't put it one and one and make two because I don't care if you take all your bridge decks, all your bridge decks. So here, it's my furnace running. All the bridge decks you drive across in this country now are prefab. Okay. I can understand where you see that puff and that smoke going up. My complaint is that the outside rectangular steel uh, tubes you're talking about, those are stronger because they're tubular than a regular I-beam where they're talking about the span in the center. That increases the strength. So, therefore, their free fall theory is bullshit because if that was the case no. and all that concrete fell, if that all fell down through there, you would have to have that as much weight as you. Now, they don't tell you this. All that weight that you have coming down, they don't tell you how much the, each one of those things can withstand. That's where the whole thing what? is wrong. The actual with, force with, with what? that tubular frame to withstand all, all the right, weight above right. it. They have, they don't give time, you that out, time out. Time out. Time out. But here's my thing. Let Wait a minute. No, let me finish. Let me finish. Out. I'm trying to explain to you. Wait a minute, Joe. Don't interrupt me. Let me finish. I'm trying to tell you. Why I'm saying this? You can lose all don't the concrete and poof, it's gone. It's like dust. But here's the thing. Once the free fall starts, number one, if it's hit by something that's going to sway, it's not going to fall straight down. Number two, if it was to fall to the side, it would continue to fall one way. It never did. Therefore, everything from the ground to the basement up had to be somehow, the integrity was stopped, broken, and that's even where it was thicker at than at the top, where the initial hit takes from a plane. So you have to take him because it's like standing up a two baseball bats against each other. Now you're going to stand on top of it and smash it down. Eventually you're going to run out of power smashing it and there's going to be stuff building itself back up. That's why I'm saying no. there's not, there should have been 13 stories high tall of metal. Nothing but It metal. was. There was. It's gone. There was. There no, was. No, it wasn't 13 stories. Yes, there no. was. No. The, the heat, the heat no, they blew metal. it all yes, was. That heaps of well, you don't interrupt apart. me now. Don't, you don't interrupt me. The heaps of metal. You just read the whole thing. I'm listening to 55 times. Oh, for God's sake. Those guys that are reading that bullshit, that MIT bullshit, it's all just so you can read. You can read that to anybody. Now, all the connections. Why are they not contesting? they got the 1,500 actual uh, engineers now that say that everything in that, that the whole thing that them guys laid out for that was full bullshit. And then you have Silverstein that actually takes out an uh, uh, insurance policy. On an act of terrorism on a building that he had to do this with, you know, this randomly, the sprinkling system doesn't work in a building that they just randomly had to get take the asbestos out of. One of the two got to work. You either have to have the asbestos fire retardant on the beams, or you can't have people in the building. Period. 
Or you have to have right. an now, actual functioning sprinkler system. All right. All right. Now, you said they put bombs too there. Too much metal. And Wait, too much metal. finished. They put bombs there, you're saying, and uh, to blow no, up said, the, uh, underneath uh, the building. Can I finish, please? Hang on. Well, well let me just explain. Okay. They wound like a snake. No, for God's sake. On the outside. If you, they blew up. If they blew up the building from the bottom up, mm-hmm. why was there no explosions that were going out there there by the bomb? There building? was. No, there wasn't. There's, there's I seen all the video. kinds of videos of it now. There's all kinds. There's firemen that are talking about it on, on the calls. You can hear. We have a secondary explosion coming from the basement. All kinds of calls like that now that we never heard from before. I don't understand it, but I'm just telling you. Here's the other thing. Let me ask you this. If all that went on, how come there has never been another building in this world ever that fell down that tall that was struck by a flame from a fire? They can show you buildings in Europe, all over the place, where they burn. They look like this. I don't even know what you want. The Leaning Tower of Pisa, and it's still standing up, still on fire, but it still doesn't fall all the way down. They lie. But there are no buildings. This was there a controlled no demolition by the same There are no buildings in the world the that are that height. There are no buildings in the world that are that every height. Building, every building that's ever been that high, it's ever been struck or been there hit is, by the fire. There has never been a building that high. There are no yes, buildings that high. Oh, yes, there has, Joe. Yes, there has. There's, some, there's some bigger. Dubai. Dubai. It caught on fire. Because it's all buildings in the world. And it world. caught on fire. It, it caught yes, on fire and was hit by a seven foot. Was it hit by a jet? Was it hit by a jet? This is the best thing. Explain to me World Trade Center 3 then. Oh, 7. I'm sorry. World Trade Center 7. Not a plane hit that place. Not a single plane. Office fires that caught the curtains on fire. The paper in the paper machines burned it. And, it's a, and it was 57 stories high. Fell straight debris. down to its own footprint. Identical. The if debris. you take all three buildings, all three buildings, debris. no debris hit it. They hit each other. No, you can see it, Joe. You can see it. All the windows are intact. All the windows are intact. Not debris anywhere that broke anything. The that building was, was so finally. damaged. Will you let me answer the question? No. The building was so no, damaged. The, yes, it was that he went ahead and pulled it. Pulled it. He said he pulled Pull it. That's what he it. said in his Pull own words. Exactly what he said. I mean, Demolish the building. Yeah, because that's controlled demolition to fall in its own footprint. It's exactly what it did. You take all three of the buildings and put them side oh by God. side on TV and watch them straight down. Can Never I finish, please? The, the building Never seven was damaged. Hang on a damn yeah. second. The building was damaged. From the World Trade Center, and he he was set to demolish that building, and he said, "Go ahead and pull it," and he pulled it right that in the same day. Oh, yes. No, 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 yes. no, 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 no. He's getting who's getting ready? He demolished the building. Yes. Demolished? Are you nuts? Yes, it was it not was. being set to be demolished. Yes, no, it, it was, was not. That's why he took an insurance no, Joe, policy you're out on what it. You're hearing. No, oh no, my God! You're mistaking what you're hearing. He said, "Then why was it empty?" Then why was it empty? It was wired just like the other ones, but it was not to be demolished. Like, Will you listen what? to me for a second? Yes. Oh, for God's no, sake. Listen yes. to me for a second. I'm going to mute you because I, mean, I don't like doing it, but let me finish. They wired the building to blow it up. That's why he took the insurance bill policy out on it. Okay, but the building became so demolished after the fires of the World Trade Center that they went ahead and said, pull it. Just go ahead and pull it and get it over with. And that's what he did. He says it in an interview. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm talking about World Trade Center 7, not the other two. I'm talking about Building 7. 
That's the seven. Who it was supposed seven to come down. Completely away from it. It's seven. a block away or something. It's not yeah. a block away. And you know what? It's a block away. It still get damaged. Okay, yes, it was. They're, Joe, they show there's no broken windows in it after they sell. All That's right, let me check the private caller here. Hang on, private caller. Okay, hang on. Private caller. Hang on. Private caller. Go ahead. NIS is full of shit. If you, if, you look, if you look at the video, if you use common sense, you know that any building that has um, any kind of explosions, no matter what the height is, that it has to be uh, it's going to tip over. Three buildings That's cannot right. fall into their, into their footprint all at the same time, and the third building was not hit by any plane. They said that there was a fire in the basement, a fire um, or on the first floor. So a fire on the first floor is not going to make a building that tall and also made out right. of fire retardant steel fall down the way that it did. NIS report plus the people in the end on the 9-11 report, five of the um, commissioners quit because um, yeah. ostensibly yeah, they, they found that um, there was bullshit in the report and they didn't want to be a part of it. Yep. Probably the same like the JFK report too, huh? Same kind of scenario. Oh, it was a pristine bullet. They had some balls yeah, you know, showing a bullet as a pristine bullet with no dents on it or anything. It, it's amazing what the government thinks it can get over on the people, and right. they are right. That's right. That's well, this exactly is right. what the you official the report media. says, Joe. This is what the official report the says. NIS report, okay. The NIS report said yeah. that um, as a result of the, the building, the, uh, the landings uh, keeping on falling – that it uh, ruined the um, uh, the structures underneath, and that it kept falling down in a straight line. How does a building <laughs> continue to fall down in a straight line without tipping over? No building in the world that has ever had to um, yeah well controlled demolition is one thing. No building in the world that has ever had to as a result of the fire um, uh, fall and ever fell into its own footsteps. But well, there's no building in you the know, world, Joe, that has ever been hit nope. by a 767 at the same Joe, time. It the Empire State Building was without you interrupting me. Jesus Christ. <laughs> there's no building, Joe, has yeah. ever collapsed uh, or been hit by a 767 before like that. Like the, the Empire State, State Building was hit by a plane during yeah. World uh, during what the World size? War II era. It didn't collapse. 1920-something? Yeah. What size? I think 1940, just before the King Kong what si- it does matter it what size plane. It does matter. Also, the fire yeah. lasted for for hours, right? If the fire lasted for hours, then how does the, no, how does it the lasted building? For one hour, one hundred and three minutes of uh, the first you second know how hour. Fast jet was, fuel burns. And, it, and then the first yeah, second hour, jet fuel burns within supposedly within a few minutes. And no. the fire within the within the uh, the building structure itself was continuing on, and uh, right. a lot of flammables in there. But how it's does it build? 31,000 gallons of Joe, 31,000 gallons of jet fuel, okay? And That's the jet fuel, goes. as you see in the video, blew itself up out of the window as a result of the contact and the fire in the, um, uh, in the building. But how does, um, how does it build? Point. And how does a building fall as fast as a um, as a free as a free fall? How does a building fall as fast as free fall? It can't. Not like it's cut away from its own support. 
It has to no, lose the base support so. by the cuts of the angles. That's why I was saying that they, if you see the structure, the old pictures of like the, the aftermath of everything where they have the firefighters, if you look at the columns that are actually coming up out of the ground, they are at a 45-degree angle cut on them. They're not cut straight across. They're not crippled and wrinkled. They are cut at an angle, so they slide into themselves towards the center, not the outside, because in that you lose the integrity of your fall. They cut them all. To, it's like taking a, a piece of fishing string and through cheese, and you pull it down at an angle, and it slides right down, just like cutting down a tree. Same way you cut a tree down. When you cut it from the left and from the well, bottom up, you know you're going to have that fall that way. Bush. You control the fall. That's all it is. The Bush family. And for me being the an Iowa, that's what made me sick to my stomach to see that. Hey, let's go speak. Go ahead, Joe. The Bush family took over the security of the building two years prior to uh, the so-called disaster. The Bush family? What do you mean the Bush family? The Bush family. Yeah, there's, there's the Bush there, yeah, what's the name of that shit? J.J. It's called J. Damn it. I had the name of that, too. J. I right, don't believe it, Joe. Over the security. Joe, my argument is this, is that he's saying that mm-hmm. explosives were put in the basement, okay, uh, you know how many explosives would have had been put in the basement to blow it up and, no. and do a controlled no. demolition? You're missing and the point, Joe. Not can I finish? Like, well, Joe, you're, you're, you're not saying it right, but let me explain to you. Listen, Go ahead. you put the, the certain angles, certain columns on the building. These guys that do this demolition stuff don't have to – you don't see a building blow up and it goes poof like you saw the, the concrete blow up. It's not, that's not the kind of explosion I'm talking about. I'm talking about something that burns so hot. And it cuts the beam. It, was, uh, it cuts the string yeah. like a, a knife, and then it slides down on it. So it's not an actual real big explosion. It's almost like taking a roll of uh, licorice, and it's got some kind of uh, incendiary in it that when it gets so hot, it will cut through metal like now. Boom. And that's what they're it's dropping iron, over on, in Israel, too. I think it's called the iron pyrite or something like yes, that. Yes, pyrite. Um, thermite. Yeah. Thermite. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes, that's thermite, exactly. pyrite, so or pyrite, thermite, something like Yeah. In any case, I don't believe it, but um, I, it goes against me. I, for a while, I believed it because I had nothing, no, um, no knowledge of the way buildings fell, and I believed our government at the time. But when you, but when you right. take a look at the government, yep. at the history of what the government does, when you take a look at buildings under controlled demolition, when you take a look at the history mm-hmm. of buildings that have undergone fires and have not fallen into their own footprint, and does, you know, once you're a certain height, Joe, you don't have to be 80, you know, 57 stories tall. If you're 20 stories tall, you have enough uh, momentum there in order for a building either to fall into its footstep or to tip over. No other building mm-hmm. in the world has ever fallen into its own footprint as a result of being in a fire. That's a tall building. Yeah, any building. Any building over 15 stories, yes, it's the first time that that has ever happened, yes. That's, that's yeah. why. And not only just one they want, they three buildings, <laughs> three buildings in three hours. <laughs> three, exactly. Amazing. Not one of them, three you're telling me. Not twice, three times. What you're telling me then, who did this and why? Mossad. I'm telling you, with the dark crooked, dark, dark, we got a crooked three Matching Joe first, Dave. I've already heard how you think. I already heard you ask, say, who did it? Joe, why? It could have been think? Mossad. It could have been the Zionists. It could have been the globalists. It could have been um, who was it? It was Kissinger. Who? Um, somebody yeah. had 
evidence against him in one of the buildings. Oh, Giuliani's. Um, there was a case Giuliani was building um, inside one of the buildings, and the building destroyed the evidence. Plus, let's not forget, when the buildings came down, all of the steel was sent off to China. There was not an autopsy of the building. That's, I said that. I said that. You said that? You said that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I told him that. I, I, know, I, I, they, I said, I can't believe they got it. I know. Got it out now, of but listen to what you're saying, Joe. Now, listen to what you're saying. Yeah. You're saying, now, let's pretend I'm Kissinger, okay, and I'm, I'm trying to plot this bit to, to take down these buildings. Do you understand right. that you know, what you're what you're saying that one man or yeah. or a group of men in his circle are going to perform the largest and most heinous crime in in the lifetimes of probably ever, okay, in America, the the, the major superpower of the world, the strongest military, strongest FBI, strongest CIA, secret intelligence, all black ops operations, people, all types of money, and you're going to tell me that this guy's what would there's no way he'd be able to live with himself or or Joe. engineer something like that or a group of people would be able to engineer something like that and and Joe, still be able to keep it a secret and there. I finish for God's sake Joe, and be been, able to keep it a secret. Well, I heard that all They haven't kept a secret. They've been involved in this goddamn war in the oh, world. Oh God! They've been they've been, they've been what do you mean go God, Joe? See these people are this we, is the first time you guys did Tape. I'm asking both of you to question, but both of you can't talk at once. And you keep cutting me off. So let Joe go first, and you can make your comment. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, as um, as Dave was saying, is that there are conflicts in the world that have been caused by the New World Order, the Rothschilds, the Zionists, the Federal Reserve, any any country that's owned that has a central bank is owned by that bank, and that bank makes money off of war more so than any other endeavor that is uh, that it engages in. And of course, I've heard that particular retort that you know it's it, it is such a crime that um, it couldn't have been kept secret. Well, we have a lot of conflicts that have that are being done and all and originated by the globalists, and they're kept secret. And let's not forget, back in Germany, what got Hitler into power? It was the Roth. What, what was the name of that building that got set on fire? As a Reichstag. The Reichstag, Reichstag fire. Yeah, burned yeah. it down. So And you know, when you take a look at the history of corruption, to me, once you do your research, it's easy. Yeah. The Bush wow. family took over the security, which meant that they had they would allow anybody they wanted to if it was on weekends in order to go inside and put in the, the pyrite or the thermite onto the um onto the pillars and and um and arrange for the explosion. And then they said, well, um, it was um, Hussam, Saddam Hussein, or who was the other guy? Um, uh, I forget. But how, who would ignite it, Joe? Okay, arrange for the explosion. Okay, you know, obviously there has to be a control, control switch. There has to be someone pulling the trigger. Who would do all that? From what distance? Nobody detected it. How do you pull this How about off Cheney? Here? Cheney could have done it. Why not Cheney? Why not the Bushes? It wasn't – didn't Bush publicly say – Bush didn't Bush Sr. say publicly that he wanted to usher in a new world order? George Bush Sr. did, yeah. Why not Rumsfeld? Yeah. Donald Rumsfeld the day before – or two or the two days before – makes the announcement to the public that there's some kind of – I don't even know how many trillions of dollars have come up missing. They don't have any – no explanation for it. They're just mishandling of funds. And guess where the Pentagon gets hit at? 
by an airplane. They don't find any oh, seats. They don't true. find yeah, any seat wings. That. They don't find yeah. any parts of the motors. No motors nowhere of an airplane that hits it. You know? Yeah, I kind of missed it in that video. Where does he talk about that? What's that got to do with the World Trade Center? I don't know, but Pentagon it, catching I know where it hits the building at. Exactly in that one room was destroyed like it was hit with this uh, J-Dam or something new, uh, pinpointed accuracy because it blew up all the information that would have led to all that money who was, enti- or who was involved in that money being gone. Okay. I thought that's awful. Well, you funny. know what? It's real believable. Though, and I never Joe. saw a plane you know, we in the video. This, we hear about all this stuff, though, okay? It's like Sandy Hook. Oh, it was a setup job. There were real; those are real parents that lost their children. There was no setup job there. There was no provocateur that went in there and shot up the school. Was paid and those were all actors, crisis actors. Those are real parents. I'm from Connecticut. I know some of those people. They lost children for real. Okay, that was a real. Joe, shooting. what about the other one though? What about the one with what the lady with the other shoes on? The one that shooting that had took place where they had that person going and shot and had the different shoes on upstairs after they shot them. How did that happen? Well, what I'm not is, saying you're somebody didn't die in a school or, shooting, but there was, you know, I mean, they do some you know, kind of bullshit. They, you know, I mean, well, I'm talking I, I mean, about a video. I know they My video showed the shooter. The These video videos are all for the doctors. Yeah. I can make a video that you're shooting the president. I can make a video that you're shooting the president and play it, and you'll look like you doing it. You know, that's how technology is today. You know, so I don't believe anything. Yeah, I understand it, but here's the thing. When you have a video come out that shows no increment break and within about a two-minute span, there's no, nothing changes. They show in the clip after clip after clip where she's moving around from wherever the damn uh, the sur- the surveillance comes from. But downstairs coming in the door, has one pair of colored shoes on. Upstairs yeah. where she shot, what she do, take a time out and change her shoes? She wasn't carrying books. No, they can make it look like she's wearing the technology. No, no. Okay. Uh, you know what yes, we the technology. Yes. No. You know what you have? You know we have technology in today is to fool the people to believe that this government that's running this shit show doesn't give a shit about us and wants us dead. They don't give a damn. And the sooner everybody starts to realize that all the all the wars that everybody's had to send their children yeah. to die that my father fought in, and people die because these bastards have the power and the, they they are given the power to control. Everything us is not one big lie. Everything is not one big lie. There's Joe, not all this stuff happening, okay? Aliens are not down here playing with us. There's, Joe, okay, I didn't say nothing about aliens, but are you going to tell me? Are you going to tell me that you, you you believe your government will wholeheartedly? You trust it? No. Am I saying that? No. But no, I'm telling you, you, our I'm government's not out there killing people. Behind. Who is the government again? I've said this in the beginning of the show. Who's the government? That's what are you talking about? We don't have a good government. The last time we probably had some decent people and, and actually that were elected officials. I'm going to probably say. I don't know. Let's call it uh Who's the government? 1900. 1900? 1900? Because they, by the time the, 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 the Federal Reserve got put in place, everybody was goddamn corrupt. They're all Who's the things. government? Who's the government? Well, that's the, that's the uh, what do you want to call them? That's not the Zionists. The globalists. Who's the same the, people what? that have got the... the that's who, that's who they are. Who they don't it? tell you that's who they are because they all of a sudden they just show up. But they're the people so that you're are telling me. So you're place. telling me. Hang on. So hang on. So you're telling me that there's people overseas that are in suit and ties that call themselves the Zionists, right? And they're controlling everything, and they're making schools shootings and stuff like that, and they're, they're just pulling the switch to our everyday life. Well, well wherever they're, they're at, they're, what are you talking okay. about? They're, wherever they're, they're, they're at, they're, you can be on the moon for all I care. I don't they're know. Wherever they're local they're that's, that's how close they are. Locally. They're in our that's local government. That's why everything's falling apart. Absolutely. Does, does anyone have out? contact with look these people? Look at your law. Look at how, 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 how,
Do, do people have contact with these people? Well, yeah, they're they work with you. They they walk around with they you. They do. They do. Well, apparently. Have they ever walked around with you? I, I don't I don't know who these people are. I'm trying to figure out who they I are. I don't vote for they? them. I don't vote for any Democrats or any bastards. Who are I they? I just told you they they are people that believe that Judaism people whatever. Do hell they have right? a name? Yes. Do they have a name? Zy, let me spell it for you so maybe you can get through. Z I O N I S T S. And that doesn't Who necessarily are the mean they have to be overseas. They tell you Who they're Zionists. Uh, Joe Biden said he's a Zionist. How about that? Right there. You Joe, Biden right there. Joe Biden said so Joe he's Biden's a Zionist. Okay. Yes, he's a, Who you, else? I'll send you that video too. You can watch that one. Who else? He, he, he was, yeah, I'm a Zionist. <laughs> and last, I'm a Zionist. Who else? <laughs> Who else? Doesn't matter the pre- doesn't matter the president is. If the president slapped, well, got, you're talking about them committing the largest crimes. You're talking about them committing the largest crimes on man, you know, destroying the world. They're certainly, you, you know, I would like to know who they are. Who well, are they? I don't know who they were. Let's go. Let's go back as far as the Bolshevik Revolution. What do you mean you don't know who they, who they are? I don't no, know who, I'm who, who they, they are now. actually individually by name. Communism. Who they don't know who they are. That. They're all the same. So we just give these people a title, and we call them criminals, and we don't know who they are. That makes a lot of sense. Well, we call them Jews. We, we've done that with Jews, right? Listen to me. I'm right? not talking about Jews. I'm talking about the Zionists right no, now. I am. Let's not go no, to another. Okay, but who are these Zionists? Who are they? They're the they people that we have put in office. Yeah, yeah. Joe Biden's one because he says it in, in person on television. I, I'll get the list out for you. Here, you know what? I got never mind. Okay, I forgot. I got my list down here. I'll get you. Yeah, I'd like to hear the names, Joe. Cause you know what I do? Yeah, I'd like I want some names. I want I'm some okay. names. Well, I sent you one already earlier. Did you get, your, did you get the one about the federal We keep saying the or? government, Joe. All right, now hang on. You, Joe's yeah. the guy that likes to get to the bottom of everything. Guy, Tave, calm down. Right, we'll get the list. Let's do this, Joe. All right, Joe. Hang on, Tave. Tave. Joe, you're a guy that likes to always get to the bottom of things and want to and stop with the background noise too. Please, yo. I'm gonna mute that the next time it happens because that's ridiculous. Go ahead, well, yo. Yo, I'm doing now, my laundry. Well, uh, well, I, well, I'm doing a podcast, yo. <laughs> well, you usually yo, put in yo. something on that goddamn thing. Yo, yo, are you there, Joe? <laughs> I don't know. I lost Joe. All right. I want to know who the who these Jews are, who the anyway. Zionists are, who are these Zionists, who are these are these mysterious people that are that are called. They're not mysterious, uh, Joe. They're right destroying. in front of you. No, no, they're not. I don't have anybody in front of me right now. Nobody yeah, in front Joe of me Biden, right now. He said right in front of you. Joe Biden, right, 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 right on television, told everybody he was a Zionist. Yeah, the problem is everyone's throwing this stuff out there, and they're you know, and maybe this is all a bunch of That's because they nonsense. can't say anything because of anti-Semitism. I mean, anytime you accuse these people of anything, they're the same group of people that hide behind anti-Semite bullshit, and they want to have you locked sure. up because they got who the power to do that. Now that's people, I want to know who these oh, people are. They're elected officials. I'm all right, we go to another private caller here. Private caller. All right, 907, I don't see you. Uh, okay, I'm back. Okay. All right, I'm going to have problems with my phone. Yeah, I I know, seven, if you want. Right, I got a mute, Kate. I mean, I'm trying to have a conversation here, and you're not helping me. Go ahead, Joe. <laughs> okay. Uh, Joe, you're right to ask for names. There's a guy named Quigley. He wrote a book, uh, Something About the World. I forget. It's about 500 pages. He used to be part of the Illuminati. He wrote a book about them. 
Also, there are books about the Illuminati. There's one guy, I forget his name. He was on America's Got Talent. He had an hour and a half video naming the people who are Luciferians and how you could identify them through the types of signs that they make, especially when they're in public, in order to show that they're part of the Luciferian um, sect. And if it's not for quick, Q-U-I, Quig, Q-U-I-Q, L-E-Y. Okay, Dr. Quig, so, yeah, I've heard of him. I've heard of him, yep. Yeah. I got 907 on here too, Joe. 907, maybe well, I got their hand up too. Go ahead, 907. Okay. I, got I got those Joe names for you too, Joe. Yes, got those right, names for you. Hang on. Yeah. Go ahead, 907. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this conversation back a little, a little bit. Okay. <laughs> With the uh, with the twin towers coming down. All right, two of you guys are sitting in there claiming that uh, the towers were brought down by explosives to come down vertical in their uh, uh, footprint. Uh, the question I have for you guys: Do either of you have any experience with explosives? <laughs> Yes, I do. Okay, the I'm glad answer you asked is no. that. Go ahead. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Do any of you have experience and knowledge of how you bring down a building? Actually, yes, I Paid do, because I was a structural steel iron worker for 18 years. Did you Clean ever bring down a building? If I, did no, you I never actually did control demolition, but we were, there to, we were there to watch exactly how it came down because we put it up. Yeah, okay. I've watched it every, day, every aspect of now, it. The, now, now, question. Hang on. Do you guys know how long it takes to prep a building to do that? Absolutely, it does. It depends how many people you have on the job. First of all, to do the World Trade Center, let's say one building, let's pick one, to say uh, Tower One, you could have had 10 people for the time allotted to go into that building, if they were in disguise and worked late at night by the, like Joe was saying, the security company was owned by the Bushes. These people had opportunity to come and go in there so it doesn't look like a rush job. They were supposed to be there. People got familiar with them being there that long, so it wasn't done in two days. We're talking about something that probably took a month, a month, with a group of maybe 10 to 12, maybe a couple more, consistently every day working to do that because you don't have to go one floor at a time. You're not, you're not wiring the entire building. You don't, that's what you have to understand. The exterior of that building, the way that building was made, the centers of it, the only thing going through the center of that building is the actual elevator shaft and the pendulum. That's to control the sway from the wind. Now, the open floor plan that they had, because of the rectangular shape of the outside, makes it that much easier to drop that building in its own footprint because you have to only concentrate on the exterior of the building. Therefore, if you had 10 people on a floor per day, it wouldn't take very long if they knew what they were doing. Honest to God. Uh-huh. Now, if it, was yeah. a, it couldn't have been two days. In no way two days. And I'm not sure how tall exactly the, the, the numbers are from going from the ground or the basement. Actually, you'd want to start in the basement. But I don't think you have to do every floor. That's not the thing. Because they would have figured out through in the in their uh, uh, how you want to say it their formula, they may have only had to do let's say every six floors. They would have wired one to where to cut away the exterior uh, the tubes 
therefore causing that six, that weight of those six to fall down into the next six. Not all right, I got a private call around here, That's not what I'm saying. Okay, now, hang on. Okay, all right. You, you, make kind, you make a little bit of sense there. But here, yeah. is, here, is, my, here is my last question. Okay, <clears throat> you wanted to create maximum terror, kill multiple thousands of people more than what were already killed. Why? And here's my big question. Why would you want to go through all that trouble to ensure that the building itself came straight down in its footprint? Wouldn't you want it to fall over onto other buildings and other places to where you could kill more people by the falling debris? Not necessarily, why, because if you do why, that, you bring that much why more attention. They, why didn't they do that? Why didn't they, didn't they do that? they didn't probably want that much attention. Now, I don't believe they did that because of one reason well, was they actually – The more you people ask, you kill, the bigger okay. the atrocity, the bigger the, atrocity, ask, the more you attention ask, you're going to get. You ask a question, okay, why they didn't want that much attention? Excuse me. What the fuck did they do on 9-11? That's fear. All they did was project fear. What the fuck, what the fuck did they do on 9-11? They, they had projected fear. They, it wasn't all a, the, they didn't want they to kill had, all kinds of people because they wanted they everybody had, to worry all the time. They had, max, they had maximum attention yeah. from the time the first airplane flew into the building until... Four months later, they had yeah. maximum attention. Why wouldn't what what more attention could be uh, have been gained had you brought those buildings over into other buildings, other blocks? A thousand feet will take up could take wipe out another ten, ten blocks. blocks of ten blocks of fucking. Another ten blocks. Imagine the attention. Uh, yeah. Wouldn't you? Well, here's would, the thing, would, though. Would, how, how many if, people if, in ten blocks? You are, hey, shut, wait, shut up. Wouldn't no, you want to do that? No, I'm not going to shut up. You, you want to? Sh- All right, listen. I'll tell you what. You want to answers the questions? I gave you what you wanted. I told you exactly what it is. I'm the one. You want to act like you're going to tell somebody they don't know what's going on, or do you? You know, you know, you know the one thing. You know the one thing you haven't done. You know the one thing that you have not done. I know what you, you, you ought to do. I know what you <laughs> ought to do is kiss my ass. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what? When you when yeah, you produce, tell me, tell me something I don't know you because produce, you're another one that's stupid. When you when, shut up. When you produce all no, the fucking material, you're not my father. Material, you're not my mother. He's not going to tell me to shut up. And when you produce all of the fucking material that you reference and try and produce it and put it up and post it, then maybe I will believe you. But other than that, well, here, you're you just do, a fucking fuck bag. You're just a fucking, you're just a fucking bag of hot air. You're just a fucking bag of hot air. Go on, fucking Joe Biden's little bitch boy, Zionist faggot. Fuck off. All right, private caller. I got a private caller on here, too. We want to jump into conversation I here. Got Go ahead, private caller. Too, all right, hang on, hang on. Well, uh, I don't necessarily want to change the subject because it's definitely getting kind of heated and kind of interesting, but... I just like y'all to hear a 31-second clip 
from Donald Trump, who is speaking on something that all of us are very concerned about, and that is his goddamn elections that are going to keep us from electing the kind of people we want to have in office to begin to make an attempt to reverse some of this insanity without having to resort to bloodhead, bloodshed and warfare, civil warfare. Okay. So I'd like you to listen okay. to what Donald Trump okay. said because it's just breaking and it's very pertinent to what we've been talking about for months now. Listen to what Donald All Trump right. just said. Check this out. Fulton right, County, Georgia acknowledges in a major consent decree that 3,600 individual ballots were duplicated. 36 batches of them were duplicated. That's a lot of crime. 3,600 votes. That's really a lot of crime. When are the rest of these facts coming out? We're all waiting. This is the beginning of an unbelievable period of time. This is massive voter corruption. Now, check this out. Here's the background on this story. All right? Now, uh, remember, we had the 135-page order. Mike Lindell, some 135-page issued by a judge condemning the voting machines in Georgia. We got the 152,000 ballots that were the suspicious ballots marked for Joe Biden, chained by the court for examination by the court, that now all of a sudden they're missing. Now we got 3,600 illegal duplicate ballots that Fulton County admits to. So if you have 3,600 in one country and you multiply a similar number in all 159 counties in Georgia, you could potentially have, and I'm not saying it's a number, I'm not talking about potentiality, potentially 572,400 illegal and duplicated votes. Now, did all that happen during the water pipe bust? Remember, Fulton County is a county of Atlanta. Remember, it was in Atlanta they had the water pipe bust, which was no water yep. pipe bust. Yep. We know that was phony. So President Trump told us all along he had the evidence. We're starting to see it come out. Drippity drip, drippity drip. The only thing right, is, right, I know Fatty Willis is going to do her damnedest to keep this evidence out of court in the case she had right, against sorry. uh Donald Trump. So what you're saying is Sarge is able to put together and find out where exactly these ballots were and where they went and how they came about. Is that what you're saying now? Well, that remains to be seen. But remember, Fulton County admitted to this, according to Donald Trump. Fulton County Donald said Trump. they had these duplicated ballots. It's not people accusing Fulton County of it. In a consent decree, the officials, election officials in Fulton County admit to it. Now, of course, they're going to say it was just bookkeeping errors, but it opens their door to a deep dive yeah. inquiry into what happened in Fulton County. And I believe that it was primarily where the election for Joe Biden was stolen, right there in Fulton County. Yeah, 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 and that's key. If they openly admit it, Sarge, if they don't, then Trump is just full of hot air, you know, because it can't I mean, I mean, I'm not saying he's lying. I'm just saying. And well, he can only do so much, you know. Remember, now remember, oh, he's no, only repeating no. what the officials in Fulton County have admitted to. The, the, okay. He's not accusing them. Hey, they, he's reporting what they are admitting to. Sarge, I'm not going to contradict you other than the fact that uh, that news of Fulton County, uh, I saw that. I can't remember exactly where, but it was out uh, about a week ago or maybe maybe late last week 
I saw a story on uh, on that. So, yeah. Okay. It's the first it, time it, it's Trump not like, is it, weighed it, in on it. Like it just, yeah, it's not like it just just happened, you know, this minute. It, it was just that uh, it finally has gotten some. Uh, uh, yeah, you're yeah you're right about national, that. But national, I, I guess national I, recognition. Yeah, I guess the reason I'm saying it is because it's the first time Trump is weighed in on it. That's going to make it very difficult for the mainstream press to ignore. Now that Trump is weighed well, in on it. I, I, well, I, I, am, I am absolutely right. positively giddy about the Fulton County indictment because, uh, you know, n- nobody, all the court cases that were brought in after the uh, uh, 2020 election that were thrown out because they did not have standing. Well, you know, all that evidence right now uh when with Fulton County is going to fucking come out. Yes. It's okay. all Look gonna be presented. And I am I am yeah. just I am I am just so fucking happy that uh <laughs> between her and between her and Jack Smith, they are my new heroes. Because yeah. they're bringing all that evidence right. into court. Right. Okay, listen yeah. to this. According to the Totenberg, there is sufficient cause to believe that there may be cybersecurity deficiencies that unconstitutionally burden plaintiff's First and Fourteenth Amendment rights and capacity to case capacity to case effective votes that are accurately counted. Uh, what's more, in a footnote within her 135-page uh, ruling, Totenberg said the evidence in the case does not suggest that the plaintiffs are conspiracy theorists of any variety. Indeed, some of the nation's leading cybersecurity experts and computer scientists have provided testimony and affidavits on behalf of the plaintiff's case that in the long course of this litigation, she wrote, um, uh, that, that is going to expose everything, Lindell said during a Monday appearance on Steve Bannon's War Room podcast where he ripped off a tinfoil hat. Uh, so, uh, so what you were saying that you heard about this last week, that's where you must have heard it, I'm thinking. Yeah. So that's where it stems off. Oh, from. Hey, yeah. and here's, 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 here's another little interesting tidbit or data point for you guys to consider, okay? Mesa County, their prosecutor, uh, I believe, has said that anybody in Fulton County that proceeds or any precinct that proceeds to hand out ballots will be prosecuted under the law. What? What the fuck? They hand count ballots, they'll be prosecuted. What? They handed them yeah. out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, you know something? And another thing I like to say too, guys, look here. A lot of people Jeez, ridicule sorry. Mike Lindell. They ridiculed him up and down one side and the other. But that man, God bless him, has stuck to his guns, and now he's being vindicated for his courage Good. and the business he's lost for doing what he's done to try to bring to our attention all of these irregularities and violations of election law and the Constitution. And God bless Mike Lindell and others like him. For at, the, at, at the expense of great personal loss, they stuck to their guns, and now they're being vindicated. And I cannot speak more highly of persons like that. That is a profile in courage. 
Now, well, the worst thing we got to worry about is what this. they're going to do next is distract us from they're going to have some kind of bullshit blow up, do something evil to distract us from the truth of that stuff coming out. More so. We've got to be alert yeah, for it, then. We've got to be alert for it, and we, and we better not let them lose the focus on it. They stole the election. They stole this election from our president. They just oh, did. We, we have a right to be able to expect there's enough integrity in an election process that we can be convinced of the legitimacy of the outcome. In this thing, there are just too many goddamn questions to ignore. Just too many. Well, in the chat room there, you saw what Sally sent to the uh, House Speaker there. She called up, and I called the House Speaker and left a message here tonight. So, uh, you know, uh, everyone needs to do this. Everyone needs to get on board, and we need to start uh, uh, taking some activism to the streets. Start doing something, whether it's from your telephone or everybody wants to be keyboard warriors. Hey, there's your chance, so let's start doing it. You know, let's make our voices known. You know, let's get out there and do what we're supposed to be doing here. You know, uh, uh, let them know. What about about all these goddamn Republicans voting with these Democrats on every time a spending bill or something comes up, they jump ship and they go on the other side? I mean, (laughs) it's so goddamn aggravating. You think you vote for somebody, somebody, you hope you get it. It's just such a mind-boggling. They're all in it together. I think they all probably sit down at the same table and say, put, say thanks, and then say, we, we got them today. Boys. Well, we, we, got them we know that already. Today. We know that. We don't need to listen. We don't listen. It doesn't matter. Who cares? The bottom line is what we're doing. What are we doing? What are we, the people, doing? Well, you know? I, I mean, that's what the bottom line is. Tell them all by their hair. Yeah, we already, we already know, know there are people you're not going to be able to count on. We already know there are people big, out there we're not going to be able to count on. We just got to discount them. And try to figure out ways to outflank them and maneuver around them. They're going to exactly. be there. They're just, just they're bought and sold, compromised, bought and paid for. And what we're going to have to do is figure out how we can neutralize them because, believe me, they ain't likely to change. Yeah. Well, no, they're not going to change. My, sure. my, my question right now is what are we going to do after? And during the uh, trials for voter fraud and intimidation, uh, the January 6th, uh, the yeah. Fulton, County, uh, uh, Fulton County trial, as the evidence comes out, how, yep. uh, what are we, the populace, going to do? Yeah. I don't think we there's enough. That, that is... Enough. That is that is going to be one of the real serious questions that need to uh, be people, answered. Do you know how to type up a criminal arrest warrant? The rest of our lives. You know how to type up a criminal complaint with the U.S. Attorney's Office? They got them online. You know, everybody could type up their own and file it and send it in. I mean, you know, the forms are there online well, I, before they take them down. Joe, I think the he's talking about it. more or less. I think he's talking about more or less, you know, during that process where we already had uh, Antifa and these other bastards burn half of uh, half the country down and got away with it. Are they going to? Are we going to be witness to that again and stand back and let it happen while the trials are completed, or are we going to stop them from well, doing that's it? it? Yeah, hang on, hang on, real quick here, hey, everybody. We're going into overtime, so if you hang up, you won't be able to get back in. Six five seven three eight three zero six one six. I know some people are listening via the internet that wanted to call in, so you need to do it now. Um, but anyway, uh, what is it? No, yeah, that's a good point. It, all right, well, you, Sarge, that's a good point also, Sarge. So we're gonna, <laughs> if we get Antifa out there, distract 
affecting uh, the judges and the juries out there, putting well, fear into the juries. We, we, we're not going to. Yeah, we're not. Them. We're not going. Antifa's not going to have to distract us at all, because uh, yeah. right now they're setting up uh, a, a big war in the Middle East, if not the start of World War Three, because of the fact that their little plan of COVID did not kill off enough people in this world. They they still want to depopulate <laughs> the world. So how I mean, COVID COVID didn't do it for them. So uh, what's what's the other alternative that they've got? Declare martial yeah. law. No, yeah, lock us down that way. They want to. They want to. They don't want. They don't want to declare. They don't want. They don't want martial law. Shit. They want people yeah. gone. I kind of. They I want kind people agree with you. no longer on this planet. Well, I mean, for to, to yeah. interrupt the election process, you know, how, whatever they can do. To make it look like they're legally doing what they can do to, to interrupt any possible – like they're doing with Trump now with all this stuff to to legally try to get well, him off a ballot or – so they're going to – Well, I don't know. We just need to remind the American people that never, ever in the entire history of the United States has there ever been a period, even during the most darkest days of the Civil War, was presidential elections ever suspended for any reason whatsoever, or even seriously contemplated to be not held. So with that in mind, if they make any such attempt, we better be ready to fight it with every goddamn power at our disposal. They were going to pull out all the stops. That that would be one that they would go wholeheartedly with because they don't care about killing us in every other way they can. That's what they'll do what they got to do. We got to make sure that we're listening to people that are talking substance too. All these people out there yakking just because they want to hear instigating. We have to be careful of provocateurs. That goes for our side too, you know. Uh, uh-huh. Speaking of provocateurs, anybody wants to press number one and get on the conversation, you go ahead and press one. I'll get you on here because my call board is full. Um, so, uh, uh, but anyway, Sarge, down there in Georgia, you see Antifa, you see all these other groups. Listen, I'm just using Antifa as an example. I know there's many other uh, groups out there and whatnot that that are. Uh, you know, trying to distract uh, uh, the people from the real, real problems that we're seeing out there. But that they, what they do is they put fear into these juries, and that's what you got to worry about. These juries have emotional verdicts instead of ruling upon the law or the evidence that they see. Yeah. And that's yeah. what like what we saw in Derek Chavon in Minneapolis, yep. which needs to be revisited. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't die from. Uh, you know, we, have, kids, we had it here uh, with the guy. Something. These kids are getting shot by the cops because every time the cops go on trial, the people, the 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 juries are swayed because they don't want to say, okay, yeah, the cops had a clean shoot, it was a good shoot. They don't say that because they don't. They're in fear of their town getting burned down. So they. Well, they I do? don't they, want cops they, gunning down our citizens either. I don't want police don't want gunning down our citizens. I don't want anybody gunning down know? anybody. But when somebody does something legitimately incorrect in, the, in their in their line of work, and it's justified. And the people that are behind the, the, what the crimes are committing is justified, then it needs to be that. Not you have to alter your decision because you're afraid to won't walk out of the courthouse because they're going to protest your burn throw rocks at your cars or block your streets or burn your house down, whatever. You shouldn't have to live like that. They saw the justice in the yeah. Supreme Court go through that shit. And those people uh, are I, just, I, 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 I just like to remind people, over 2 million arrests a year, maybe 1,000 people are shot and killed by the police. And most of them, the overwhelming vast majority, are legally and ethically justified. I have no problem with a police officer shooting a suspect if it is necessary, 
because of an imminent deadly threat to them or another person. In fact, that's what they better do in order to protect themselves and another innocent party. Sarge, Sarge, I'm going to halfway disagree with you. How about stop engaging the general public and you wouldn't have half of this stuff? Half of these pullovers are harassing people. You know, they don't need to pull people over and harass yeah, we're not the talking about that. We're yes, talking we about are. people that and yes, I a murder, do something stupid, a violent. How about these kids walking around punching innocent elderly people? You don't think they need their asses beat? If, they get, if they're stupid enough to, have to carry a weapon, they don't need shot if they're, if they're assaulting somebody like that? That's what people were talking about. I'm not talking about people being pulled all over the board here. Yeah, about obviously, look, look, obviously, look, it, 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 look, we know how things go sideways in a traffic stop. Okay, that's one thing that's yeah. always subject to examination. Black I'm speaking two. about a clear-cut case of an officer yeah. in the course of making an arrest of a violent felon. They have to kill that felon in order to protect their lives, alive with another officer or another innocent party. That's the kind of shooting I'm talking about. And the majority of the shootings of police officers every year are that type of shooting. Well, I think another problem we're going to have yeah. upon our hands real soon is going to be this infiltration of all these illegals that are going to be the ones committing crimes. And then you're going to have the left stand up and be pissed off because those ones that are raping or carjacking or whatever they're doing, is, like you said, Sergeant, it's a bad crime. They're going to be supposed to be given a pass because they're, I don't know what you want to call it. They're just, they're just here. They're looking for uh, uh, victim oppressor narrative. Just follow the victim oppressor narrative. There you go. That's all you need to know. Yes, that's it. it I mean, and that's going to be, I can only see that because the more of them I see that congregate and they look and they know and they watch on television, it's okay to go steal a thousand dollars from a jewelry store with these smashing grabs. You're not held accountable. You know, if you're put in jail, you're let go in an hour or two. That just tells Why are they doing do this? It. Why are they I don't doing know. this people? Why? You want to know why? It's just a corrupt because judicial system. system. Zionist. No, it's not just a corrupt judicial system. It's not because it is Zionist. No, uh, no, they're trying they're to put us in a state of anarcho-tyranny. Yeah. It's called yeah. anarcho-tyranny. It is a deliberate procedure to make people dependent on the government and demand draconian solutions to the situations that they are creating so they will have more control over us. They want that martial law. They got, want to have our thumbs on. If you go into any city to today, you go into any city today, Sarge, go into any city neighborhood or neighborhood, tell me something. What jobs are there? What type of uh, what type of opportunity is there for anybody to, to, to bring themselves, pull themselves up out of these uh, places? None. Hey, let me respond to that, Joe. You know? How about if you go to find a job? How about well, if I go to some place that's got a business? How about if they're just open because somebody's actually working there? That's hard enough to find. McDonald's, what are you talking about? Drugstores, McDonald's, everybody yeah, closes at four o'clock that's in the afternoon now. Family, yeah. Fuck. That'll provide that is insane. Uh, it's, the job, there's nothing there for I There's lost, nothing I more in the community. For, I think Sarge got out. You know, I don't think the, there, the, the opportunities for the people in the communities aren't there because of the propaganda that to make everybody think that. It's okay that you, they, these reparations and all this shit like that, that it, you know, the people are oppressed and it should be paid this, uh, give them this, or you have the, the if you're, if you have to have a, a certain amount of people of minority status to have, be employed at a company. I mean, instead of just having the right person or the person that's qualified to do the job, if you have to take a test, if you have to perform your a duty, 
the, the right – if you don't want a, a, a yo-yo flying your airplane, what I'm, you doing is this. <laughs> what I'm doing is this. I'm looking at a small aspects of every argument and every angle because no matter what, no matter how wrong the people are or how right they are, we still have to deal with them, okay? We're still oh, going to yeah. have to deal with the citizens of this country one way or another, whether or not they're lost or not. Okay, we're not going to put them into ovens and gas them. We're not going to deport them. All right, we're still going to have to deal with these people. So I'm whoa, trying whoa, to whoa, use a different. Whoa, 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 whoa! Wait a minute. Right. You mean we're not going to deport them? Donald Trump says already if he's elected, he's going to have the biggest marching group through the to round up these people. I don't give a shit what he says. He, has, he didn't do it the first time around. What he's not going to do it the second time around. Well, okay? he's not, yeah, Listen. that's what needs to happen right. in order for he's us not, to have stability and be the people of America. Americans deserve to have America, not be walked upon. Send them back where they what, come from. What do you mean? Deport people? Deport people, you're saying? Absolutely, if they're not coming through the process. If they haven't come through the process the right way, yes, like if they cross, I'm talking about. I'm talking about people that, for God's sake, I'm talking about all the people in this country that are living here, obviously, as citizens. I'm not talking about illegal immigrants that come across the border. I'm not talking about that. Well, I'm talking about the people well, that we'll are that here that sure these liberals. Like no, I mean, I think like you meant shut up for a minute long enough for me to finish my point. That's why. All you right, that was the fucking point, Joe. You had the time to talk out of your mouth. No, no, no. That's not half the time. Yeah, yeah. Half the time talking about that, but not another half the time telling you to shut up. Every time you say this shit, Joe, all you say is you want the fucking solution. You want the solutions. There. Hey, everybody, doesn't that sound much better? Oh, God. Doesn't that sound nice, everybody? Hang on. Isn't that nice? Oh, all right, there. Oh, man, my head is spinning. Jeez, you can't have a conversation, you know? Am I right or wrong, people? Man, everyone's in the chat room yelling at me, telling me, yeah, Joe, we're trying to hear you. He can't hear you. <laughs> man. Dave, you know, I'm trying to have a conversation with you, but you don't shut up long enough. You know, I sat there and listened to you, and then every time I try to make a counterpoint, you start yelling. You, had another, you started arguing with another caller on here. You know, I mean, man, please have a conversation where we can talk back and forth, not yell. There's no reason for it. <clears throat> Lord, have mercy. All right, Dave, go ahead. Now you're back on. Yeah, let's do this. Let's now. go with the uh... Zionist, get your pens and pencils out, ladies and gentlemen. And for the guy that says I don't know anything or, I'm the, or whatever, tell him to fuck off because I got his name too. Janet Yellen, Secretary of the Treasury, Zionist. Merrick Garland, Attorney General, Zionist. Alejandro Mayorkas, Secretary of Homeland Security, Zionist. Imagine that. There's no That's evidence great. of that, though. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right, you're saying Where's no the evidence? Abriel Haynes, now, Director of National Intelligence. All right, time out. Ron Klan. Okay. Ron Klan, White Dave. House Chief of Staff. Dave. Dave. Four-star okay, Rachel fine. Levine. Dave. Secretary of Health. Hang okay. on. Hang on a minute. No, no, you hang on a minute. It's my podcast show. Now, all right, where is the evidence that they are Zionists? I would like to know. How do you know they're Zionists? Now, back over to you. They've stated it. They fly the flag of Israel and the Judean religion. So now let me continue. Anthony Blinken, Secretary of State. That's your evidence. Wendy Sherman, Deputy Secretary of State. Victoria Newland, Secretary of Political Affairs. 
Eric Lander, Office of Science and Technology Policy. David S. Cohen, Director of the CIA. Zionist. Unbelievable. Lieutenant okay. Colonel All right. Jennifer Pritzker. All right. I got, All right. we got about pictures. 50 more. Got the other I don't want to hear Not only the Zionists, but anyone. All right, back off now. All right. Now, 907, would you want to ask them a question? While I got them, because uh, I think you're really along the lines where I'm trying to ask, find out how do you know they're Zionists. Do you have another way of asking them? Do I have another way of asking him? Yeah, because well, I'm trying to figure out. No, you know, what, what I he, mean, oh, he 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 he's claiming that just because they fly the Jewish flag or the flag of Israel, uh, they're Zionists. Uh, I don't yeah. see how that makes them. I don't see how that makes them Zionists. But I do know, I, I do see where uh, it makes him a strict follower of our buddy Adolf. Okay. That sounds exactly like 1939 Germany. Because he says they openly admitted it, though. He says they admitted they were Zionists. I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I've never heard him admit, admit this, that they're Zionists, yeah. you know? I mean, have you ever heard the CIA director say he's a Zionist? I never heard these people get on Fox News or even on any alternative media and say, I'm a Zionist, I, you know? Have you or anybody else out there? Please call in or press 1. And I, I, appreciate I, it. Still, I, 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 I still don't understand or know what the fuck a Zionist is. Yeah, oh, there you go. That's a good question. What is a Zionist, and what does that mean? Dave, can you answer that, please? Let me unmute him. You're going to fucking unmute me while you talk shit? Hey, you don't, want to, you don't want to know nothing. Fucking look it up. Do the research. Joe Biden, you guys don't know who, what, what a Zionist is. Your president of your own country has said it live on television, but guess what you guys think? You don't know nothing about it. Unfucking believable, and you're going to question me, and I'm not got nothing to do with flying the Jewish flag. It's the you're the one that to be Zionist. They said it out right in public. That's why I have it written down. Never heard him. Never heard him say it. I've never heard him say it. Never heard him say it. Produce the produce the clip then. Can I have a clip? Yeah. Where they said they're Zionists? Joe, nice. how many more fucking I'm clips do you want? I sent you 50 of them. How many more do you need? I have, Look at the ones I've sent well, you. All 50 that how you sent that? me don't say anything. I don't, don't say anything clown, about. I don't have this clown's address. I'd send him one, too. Again, all 50 videos. You haven't sent me 50. You sent me about a dozen. And all of all that dozen, okay. all right. I would right. say, none, none right. of them, none of, hang on, I'm getting right here. And to here. say I'm hang like on. Adolf Hitler, like I'm like Adolf Hitler, fuck you. Fuck you and fuck all of you. How's that? That's my Adolf Hitler Why are you, you mad at everybody else? Why are you mad at everybody else? Because somebody's well, going to call me you? Adolf Hitler? I don't fucking murder people. But what's everybody else got to do with I'm not a fucking asshole idiot. But, what I, but what, see, I'm the fucking target because I have the fucking information. Once you're over the target, if you have your hands on the target, you know what's going down, and you bring it to the light and bring it forth to people, you're a motherfucker because you believe the propaganda by the fucking people that push this shit to let this country get the fuck where it's at. And you want to ask for solutions. But when I try to tell you what a solution is, these people have to be held accountable. Nobody wants to hold nobody accountable. They want to sit back and say, oh, he's a fucking Adolf Hitler. He's a Semite. No, I'm telling you're you what Dave. the fucking problem is. I don't have a problem doing you're anything Dave. to fight for my country and my Dave. beliefs. Dave. That's Dave. the fucking difference with me. Dave. 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 Because when we say we want to hold people Dave. accountable. You shut up and say what you're going to say. Dave. Dave. 
Cave, calm down. Calm hey, Joe, down. Fuck off. Calm down, Cave. Calm down. Fuck calm off. down. I am calm. calm That's down. the problem. That's the, the problem. The problem is, is you're rambling on and you're talking stupid. Now, Quit talk drinking, nice Joe. Quit and drinking talk and right. having your podcast, not, Joe. I, I don't drink, Cave. I don't drink. I know. Okay. Okay. Cave, I I'm don't drink. Hitler, Watch out. Watch out. Cave, I don't drink. Did I call you okay. Adolf Hitler, Cave? Did I call no, you but Adolf you let Hitler? that motherfucker do it. That's okay, though. That's all right. I don't have any control. See, that's the difference between my world and your world, Cave. All right, off you go. Off you go. This is the difference between my world and your world. You see, I can't control people, and I don't want to control people. You see? Okay? I don't control anybody. They're allowed to say what they want when I unmute them within reason. And I'll mute them, too, if they get out of control like you're getting out of control. Okay? And I'm going to unmute you again. We would like to know if there's any evidence out there because the videos that you've given me, nobody admits to being a Zionist. Okay? So, please. Ahead, Joe Biden it. turns to the camera and says, yeah, I'm a Zionist. Let me find that one too, right? Okay, I'm, I'm yeah, yeah, I'd like to see that. You won't do I really would like to see that. I would like to see that. Okay. I really All right. Would. I'm go not ahead. the one presenting go, go the case. On mute while, go ahead and put me on mute while fucking uh, Osama bin Laden's blowjob base talks, talks shit about me. Who's that? Fucking people, I swear to God. Got no, got no fucking heart at all. No dignity and no heart because you're fucking you're giving me a hard time because I'm calling out the problem and telling you what it is, just like 109 other fucking countries did. Because, hey, I guess it's got to knock on your door, affect your family firsthand in order for it to be a, a, a recognizable problem. Just what's going to yourself, knock on my door? same goddamn people are trying to what, re- What's re- going to knock on my door, What are you huh? talking about? What are you talking about right Nothing. now? I said when somebody knocks saying? on your door with it's got this problem, the, the fuckers want to collect your guns or they want to fucking take your property or your home from you because of bullshit. Because you want to say you're, you say something because you're standing up for fucking being an American. And then you got motherfuckers like this to hide behind people like me because that motherfucker ain't never going to get up and fight nobody. You're going to stand back there and watch and talk. That's all the problem with, about, with all this bullshit. You're, you're talking about 907, so correct? Right now. You call me, that's twice on this show, you've let people fucking say that shit to me. Call me the Dave, I can't let people do anything, Dave. I can't let people do anything. I don't control anybody when they talk, okay? I know. You know what? You I control me, I, me. me. That's okay, though. That's all right. Hey, we know uh, what you I ain't said nothing. I ain't said nothing that ain't true. I don't fucking say things that are false. Just like when you ask about questions about information, about uh, uh, explosives or structural steel. You know, there are people that have done this kind of stuff that are actually involved that know this stuff that are trying to tell everybody in this fucking country, wake up. But guess what? It's too much work to do. It's too much to stand up and do something, say something. But everybody wants a solution. The only solution to everybody's problem that keeps asking that is to ask what the solution is, again. Because they're not going to do anything about it. Nothing. They're not going to do a goddamn thing about it, except wait to see what the next guy, like me, that has to do something, because it comes to my door, or it's, I, I confront it when I see The meaning of Zionism. I have no problem meaning of Zionism. Okay, all right now. The uh, meaning of Zionism is an international movement originally for the establishment of a Jewish national or religious your, community where, What receipt do you have saying that? What's your receipt for saying that? Let me see. Where do you get that information? What is it? Uh, Merriam-Webster Dictionary. Merriam-Webster Dictionary. You can't even slow down long enough to listen. Merriam-Webster Dictionary. Okay. All right. Okay. Now, we've all all agreed on other shows 
the communism, Marxism, nationalism, extremism, anything uh-huh. that ends in ism, Zionism is bad. They're okay. all intertwined. Every, look back. Look at everything that's going on with the bad shit that happened all over okay, the world. Okay, but who are they? Tell me where they're who not are they? I want to know who they are. I want to know who they are and how so they I, got there I, and why they're asking that question just like you want the solution. You're asking them because impossible you fucking question because if can you know who exactly they to me like an intelligent individual or are you going to keep yelling? I'm not yelling. You know, I'm asking you. Yes, you are. No, I'm not okay, yelling. you don't even know it. No. Then turn my volume down on your phone because your phone sucks because it sounds like you're, you're the one in a tunnel or underneath a rock. That yeah, my phone's me. fine. I, I'm not yelling. Okay. Where are the videos that they claim that they're Zionists? Because I don't remember Joe Biden even saying that, to be honest with you. I know. I'm going to get to I'm, I'm busy right now waiting for somebody else to say something fucking smart. So I'm just, I'll am just i get you that, and I'll send it to you. And then you can forward it to the rest of them. But I'll show you Joe Biden right off the bat. Okay. I want, but, but, Dave, I don't want to watch That's a 15 minute video and he doesn't say it now. How far, Dave, how far up do you need make to, my to point. say it? I don't need to see, want see it's to hear true. Joe Biden lecture for 55 <laughs> minutes, and I don't hear him say I'm a Zionist. I don't care. Then that's your okay? problem. That's your problem. That's your problem <laughs> because you haven't heard him say I it. Want... <laughs> that's no, that's my because problem. You have to I haven't heard him say it. it. I can't make things up. See, this is the danger, Tave, that we run into. This is why the message you're talking right now isn't being sold across America because of the way you're presenting. Oh, it's not. No, why it's not being sold across America? No. Because the fucking people that are the ones running the propaganda no. machine feed no. you your information, which you don't want to listen no. to. No, right. Dave. Yes. The way, yes. You're yes. Bringing, the way you're presenting yourself, okay, nobody's no. going to listen to that. Right, because I'm telling nobody's you Nobody's going to listen to that. Right. It doesn't matter if you're right or you're wrong. It's only my job. Me and my 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 job to hear the reason I didn't die when I was supposed to die already was because for some reason Uh I got intertwined in this bullshit where I have this anxiety and and determination to try and figure out who these bastards are because people like you keep asking and I don't have the answer to it. But I know they're among us. That's fucking clearly evident. But yet we just want to say, okay, who is it? Well, no, they didn't say that because no, I didn't Dave. hear that on no, Fox Dave. News. You're not no, going to hear it no, from Fox no, News. No, instead, Tate, we're supposed to just all You didn't hear anything about the whole Mardor, did you, Joe? Wait, you interrupted me again. When's the last right, time you, you heard about Europa? Again. How did you hear about you interrupted Europa? me again. How, uh, you when did you find again. out about Europa? And how? Oh, God. That's how right, did you Dave, find out about Europa the last time? All right, here we go. There we go. Dave, I can't even answer you anyway because you won't let me. You know, every time I try to answer you, you just yell right over me. I mean, okay. I mean, what the hell's wrong with you, man? You know, for God's sake. All right, what's Sally typing in the chat room here? Founded in 1897, the Zionist Organization of America played a key role in the Jewish state's uh, reestablishment. Today, uh, ZOA is the leading major American Jewish organization courageously defending Israel and the Jewish people, fighting against all forms of anti-Semitism, including anti-Jewish boycotts, and promoting the Jewish people's lawful right to live in and settle in historic Jewish land. ZOA exposes that a Palestinian state would endanger Israel's existence, presents the facts about the Arab Islamic war against Israel and combats the anti-Israel lie that Israel is an occupier of her own land. ZOA spearheaded two long successful battles to move the U.S. Embassy to Jerusalem 
to obtain a U.S. recognition of Israeli sovereignty over the Golan Heights, to deport Nazi war criminals, to apply federal civil rights protections to the Jewish students, and more. GOA provides free legal, legal assistance and programs to pro-Israel uh, students at numerous colleges, campuses, GOA's bold. Unapologetic uh, voice has a significant impact on public disclosure and policy. And, and you see, the reason why I'm going to agree with that statement is because this is an example here. And, Tave, what you're doing is, is we can't all lay down and say, Tave's saying, get these people, get these people, or somebody saying, get these people, get these people, with no proof. With no proof. And then when someone asks for proof, you snap at us. And then you put us in the category, and it's, no, that's dangerous, that doctrine. Nobody's going to listen to that. Nobody will listen to that. If you want to rally people to your cause and to what you're trying to say, yelling at them and MFing them and telling them they're a piece of crap is not going to work, man. It's not going to work. It just doesn't work. Maybe 200 years ago it worked. Maybe in the 1930s it worked. But it's not going to work today. You know? I mean, certainly everybody could agree with me on that. You know? I may even agree with you, Tave, on some of the things that you say about these people that control the banking cartels and the uh, media. But I'm not going to go pull them by the hair and rip them out of the country and put them in a camp. You know, I'm not going to do it. Sorry, not the right thing to do. There's better ways of handling things. So unmute you, Tave, one more time. Go ahead. You done running your mouth now because I got your information. Check your messenger and you can get your video of Joe Biden. I am a Zionist. How Joe Biden's lifelong bond with Israel shapes war and policy. There's the video now. All right. Okay, I'll play it. I'll find out if that's what he says. If he does say it, if he does say it, if he does say it. See, there you go. There's Mr. Passive. You know what, Joe? If he does say it, listen, you already judged what I was going to say. You already judged what I was going to say. You don't even know what I'm going to say. You don't. No, Dave. Fuck you, Dave. Fuck you, because you're acting like an asshole. Fuck you, Joe. Fuck you. Fuck you, you moon bat motherfucker. Okay? Now, shut the fuck up for a minute, you stupid moon bat. That's the problem. Your mouth is moving too fucking fast. All right? And don't fucking go trying to threaten me either, because I'm not the fucking one. All right? Don't fuck with me, Tave. Don't fucking do it. Don't do it. I've been level-headed right now for a long time. I've been trying to keep my cool, but now you pushed me overboard. All right? Don't fuck with me, man. (sighs) God damn. Fucking motherfuckers you think you're talking to, man. All right. Let me look at his video here. That Joe Biden, because it's probably edited. Oh, man. All right. I am a Zionist. How Joe Biden's lifelong bond with Israel shapes war. I guess that because he has a lifelong bond. I guess that makes him a Zionist. But let me click on it and see what he, he says here. There's no video. There's no video. There's an article. It's an article. There's no video in here. All right. But for his sake, since I said I'd play it, I'll click on it. I'm going to read it. I am a Zionist. How Joe Biden's lifelong bond with Israel shapes war policy. Washington routers. Joe Biden and met with Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and his war cabinet during his visit to Israel. The U.S. president assured them, I don't believe you have to be a Jew to be a Zionist, and I am a Zionist. All right. Um, that's a reporter 
saying something that he's quoting, all right, because Joe Biden's not saying it right here. The politicians and generals gathered in the ballroom of Tel Aviv Hotel nodded in approval, according to the U.S. official knowledgeable, knowledgeable of the closed-door remarks. These are closed-door remarks. See, they're <laughs> even as Israel bombarded Gaza in retaliation for a devastating attack by Palestine <clears throat> Hamas militants and with a ground invasion looming, looming. Biden, who is of Irish Catholic descent, has similar words and has said similar words in the past to profess his affinity to Israel. But the moment which has not been previously reported illustrates how Biden's decades as one of the leading friends of Israel in American politics seems to be guiding him during a defining crisis of his presidency. It also underscores the challenges he faces balancing unwavering support for Israel and persuading the prime minister with whom he has a long history to avoid worsening the civilian death toll and humanitarian meltdown in Gaza, as well as complicating further releases of American hostages. Biden's connection to Israel is deeply ingrained in his political DNA, said Aaron David Miller, a former Middle East negotiator who served six six secretaries of state in both Democratic and Republican administrations. Whether he likes it or not, He's in the midst of a crisis. He'll have to manage. Reuters, this comes from Reuters now, Reuters, I mean, sorry, interviewed a dozen current and former aides, lawmakers, and analysts, some of whom said Biden's current wartime embrace of uh, the prime minister could afford the U.S. leverage to try uh, to moderate Israel's response in Gaza. In their private session with aides on Wednesday, the two leaders displayed none of the tensions that have sometimes characterized their meetings, according to a second U.S. official familiar with the talks. But Biden did pose hard questions about the coming offenses, including have you thought through what comes the day after and the day after, the official said. The U.S. regional uh, sources of expressed doubt that Israel, which vows to destroy Hamas, has yet crafted an endgame. Biden's alignment with the right-wing leader risks alienating some progressive uh, progressives in his Democratic Party as he seeks re-election in 2024 with a growing international outcry against Israel's tactics, also casting some blame on the U.S. All right, again, all through this, uh, okay, the writer quotes through closed doors. He said he's uh, 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 joking around a Zionist. This makes him a Zionist, I guess, everybody. You know, okay, even if he did say it, it does not again what what is even if he is nothing in here though even if he is a zionist is saying i hate america and i'm going to destroy america uh i can't stand america uh you know i'm part of the new world order and i want to see everybody chipped like a dog uh you know i i i don't see anything in here saying that so your your proof of joe biden is definitely uh uh what do they say um Fubar, there you go, right? Is that what you say? <laughs> Good, he hung up, that dumbass. All right. <clears throat> anyway, everybody, uh, I lost Sarge. I'm glad Sarge is. I don't think Sarge wanted to be a part of that conversation anyway. 907, you still there? Yeah, I'm hanging out. <laughs> well, what would you think of this uh, that there right there? Do you want to uh, defend yourself on that? Because you called, I got blamed for you calling him Adolf Hitler, by the way. <laughs> I didn't call him Adolf Hitler. Oh, okay. What, what I said was did? he's what I what I've said. He's talking like 
Adolf Hitler did back in the back in uh, the 30s when they were going after the Jews yes. completely yes, and totally exactly. with yeah, with malice in their heart. Yep. Yeah. And I, I I'm not a part of that, and I'm not going to be a part of that either. I'm not going to be uh, nope. you know uh, take take part in that type of nonsense. You know, look, I'm all I'm willing to identify the problem, and I'm and if there's bad people in a certain group, I'll I'll be the first one to say it, whether they be black, Hispanic, Jewish, white, whatever, you know. But and if a majority of them are a part of a certain group, I will say that. But for me to go after just just the Jews and say the Jews are evil and that this and that that is wrong. That is wrong to label one group of people and to alienate them and then to talk hatred against them. Is wrong. There are good Jewish people, I believe. I, I, I've, I've met some. Let me tell you something they're a pain in the neck doing business with because they're so cheap. <laughs> but, uh, well, you yeah. know, but they are good with money. <laughs> you know, I'm telling you the truth. I mean, you know, I'll tell the truth. You know, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but they are good with money, and, and that's probably why they're in the banking system. You know, I mean, uh, they can turn a box of rocks into a box of gold, you know. <laughs> it's a simple fact. That's just the way it goes, you know. I mean, yeah. you're an older gentleman. You've had lots of experience. You grew up. I've heard you talk before. You grew up in the '60s and '70s and whatnot. So you've been around the block. You grew up during that period of time when uh, the, probably the civil rights movement and whatnot. I mean, and so your analyzation of that type of talk is right on, and you've seen it before, right? Yep. All right. And it ain't no fucking yeah. good. Yeah. That's right. You know, that's right. I agree. That's that's I agree a, that's the kind of talk. That's the kind of talk that gets people killed. Just like we're yep. not supposed to uh, call Muslims terrorists because not all Muslims yeah. are terrorists, but all terrorists are Muslims. Don't make yeah. any sense yeah. to me. But yeah. uh, you know, that's yeah, uh, know. the way it's playing out in the world. And and you I know, noticed, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're 100% right. I know these podcast shows seem to be getting uh, more and more, uh, uh, you know, heated and more and more uh, back and forth with each other in a in a in a way that uh, we're not able to communicate. You know what I mean? Have you been noticing that too? Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I was. Uh, I was, and and maybe not going to participate in much of this bullshit anymore because you know what i got a i got uh so many years left on this planet that uh, i don't need the bullshit you know that's right all i'm doing is sitting back here waiting for somebody to say that john has a big mustache and then i'll be ready to go until then yeah Everybody's everybody's just talking fucking bullshit, yeah. you know, and uh, yeah. nobody's nobody's doing nothing. So I just figured I'd wait for uh, the the call of John had a, has a big mustache and <laughs> be ready to go. No, I understand. You know, and I I gotta sympathize with you and agree with you too on that because me, uh, you know, I mean, they start pushing the buttons. I mean, I've, I've I mean, I've been doing this a while, and you know, I I got thick skin. I mean, because I've been threatened on here. They've called my house. I mean, they you know they, they called the gym where I work out at. 
and, and uh, threatened me there and made up story, you know. So many people have, you know, and I, I brushed it off because nobody's going to not. Look, I tell them the same thing. Look, I'll leave the porch light on for you anytime you want to come by, you know. So I'm not going to lose any sleep over it, trust me. But, uh, the, but, the, but no. the thing of it is is that they keep trying to push the buttons, keep trying to push the buttons, and, and these keyboard words. And there are sick people out there, too. I mean, there are dangerous people out there. You're absolutely right. But, but at the same yeah. time, we're trying to come here to do what? To try to fix our country. And if it's backfiring and we're not, and we're not doing anything positive, when we're creating bad apples and bad seeds out there to explode, then, then you're right. Maybe it's time to say, hey, you know, to hell with this. Because I don't need it either. I'm running for public office. I don't need this to get into an uh, argument over this nonsense and then someone replay this for the news down here. You know, I don't need this. You know, I mean, I really don't. I'm trying to, I'm trying yeah. on here trying to help people. Yeah. Well, you know, like, like I tried to help you the other day when I told you you should campaign uh, on abortion and uh, uh, the economy and 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 uh you know say that you know say that you're pro abortion and say that you're uh you know pro appropriate uh uh repatriation or or whatever you know yeah and yeah. Uh, so shit like shit like that yeah. yeah yeah just just to get just to get elected just like all yeah. the other politicians do you know yeah yeah yeah. I mean, you know, you know, we had, right. a, we had, I can tell, I can tell you that up here, we had a governor that made all sorts of fucking promises. I'll have to admire him at least for being honest. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, but he got himself elected and, uh, what was it? I think it was. Two days after he got elected, uh, he said all campaign promises are off. Wow. Wow. I mean, he came out and publicly said that. And and that right there, he should have been recalled. The people should have been trying to recall him since day one, you know? But really, really, it wouldn't work anyway. Because like you said, like you know, once they're in there, they could screw everybody over for the entire term. And then most likely they're an incumbent next time around, so they're going to get reelected. So once they're in there, yeah. the, the jig is up, you know? It's, it's, it's crazy. I it's a broken system, man. Yeah, I, I, I can't remember, but I do believe he was a one-termer. But, uh, oh, no. Good. you know, it was uh, – it was it was a hell of a revelation. Let's just put it that way. When he came yeah. out himself and said all campaign promises are off. Wow, wow, to be that bold. Well, like you and said, I'll... at least he was finally honest, right? That was probably the only time he was honest. Yeah. <laughs> probably. Wow. Now, you know, I, mean, know, I could I could say I could say, I, you know, I could say that. Uh, had he have given an explanation is he says, now, now that I'm here and I see what's going on and how fucked up it is and everything, uh, all mm-hmm. campaign promises are off, you know, 
<laughs> but he but he didn't. He just said it was all they were all off. But, but and, now, uh, now listen, during a during a term, did he did he what did he actually follow through with that? Or I mean that he did all campaign prom- did he not fulfill all his campaign promises? Or did he just, you know, not try? I mean, how did it go? I mean he was a one termer obviously. They didn't they threw him out, but I'm just saying what did he do? Did he screw up the your state or what? Uh, no, he didn't, uh, really screw up the state, but, uh, yeah, like a lot of his campaign promises and stuff never materialized. Uh, yeah. he did, he did a few good things for the state in trying to straighten some shit out that wasn't even on the radar. Okay. During the campaign or anything like that, but, uh, you know, yeah. still. You know, yep. to come out and just just blatantly say all campaign promises are off. Yeah, just to say that, just, yeah. Yeah, just Crazy. like, Well, we what? had one. Yeah, we had one in uh, Connecticut in 1991. His name was Governor Weicker. And if everybody looks him up, he was a one-term. He was independent. And he, he campaigned on no income tax. He would not implement the uh, – State income tax. He can't pay because everyone else wanted the income tax, state income tax from Connecticut. Uh, Governor Rowland at the time was ran it, lost against them. Everybody lost because that's what he campaigned. That's what the people wanted. And he got into office. He says, Well, I got to implement the state income tax. And they went nuts. I mean, there were 90,000 people rallied on the, uh, the green in Hartford, Connecticut. You know, I mean, they were, they had ropes and everything. I mean, they were like, You know, and, and they were shouting at him. And he had the balls enough to walk through the crowd. I mean, he was a big guy. He's like six foot seven, big tall guy. Governor Weicker, if you look him up, and uh, yeah, yeah, he, uh, I, I, you know. <laughs> I, re- I remember, I remember Weicker, but I don't remember, you know, the the battle on the uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> the state <laughs> income tax. No, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what it was over. That was over. Yeah, the state income tax, and he got voted out of there. And then um, Roland came in, got uh, elected, and then Roland ended up getting arrested. Uh, on, on criminal charges, uh, and he ended up going to prison, federal prison, for one year and one day. Governor John Rowland, he was a dirtbag, John Rowland, um, and uh, you know. So, but yeah, so that's what they do. They they campaign on people. People remember that. And you know, why would you you're playing with people's lives? You know, when you make campaign promises and you swear an oath and you take that oath to the people and represent the people, I take that very seriously. And you got to stick to your word. And even if your campaign promises are going to do maybe not so good for your, your, you know, your, 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 you see, that's a tough situation. Like if I make a promise, say such and such an issue and that issue now, if I, it's implemented, it's going to hurt the citizens or it's going to hurt the community. That's why it's so very important to be careful what you make for promises, you know, I mean, what you yeah. stand behind or stand for, you know, it's very difficult. It's very, you got to be very, very careful. Because uh, some things that the people want are we're actually not going to be good for the people, you know. So, but at the same time, the Constitution dictates that you got to, you know, the people are in charge, and what the will of the people is, and what they want, really, kind of like really should go. I mean, you know. But then you get into those tricky situations. Well, what about if you look at slavery? Most of the people wanted slavery back then. You know, they reversed that. You know, I mean, or the civil rights movement. You know, so sometimes. You got to go against the will of the people, I guess, and for the good of, and betterment of the of the of the human race. I don't know. It's it's a, you know nobody has a perfect answer. Nobody we can't play God. None of us can. None of us are are perfect. We're all going to make mistakes, but at the same time, we have to try to do what's right. You know, for 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 what's good well, for the for our people. You know. 
Yeah, well, you know, it was like I got elected president of an organization up here. Uh And uh, so when the election was all over, there was a lot of lot of vacant offices in the organization, you know, that people didn't run for or anything. So I was out, I was out looking for volunteers to take those slots. And, uh, I can't remember what slot I was trying to fill, but I called a gal and asked her if she would take the slot. And she says, why would you, you know, we, we, between I mean, she was totally opposite of me, you know, on, uh-huh. on what I wanted to do and how I saw things. Okay. And she pointed that out and, and stuff. And I said, yeah, I know. I said, that's why I want you in this position because you are opposite from me and you can keep me from doing stupid things or, or going too far yeah. or whatever. Because you're yeah. gonna you're gonna play my devil's advocate on what it is that I would like like to do, you know, and yeah. we had a very good relationship, you know, as oh, yeah. during Sometimes that time. That I was, that, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I I used her as my sounding board, and she would tell me yes, no why I was full of shit. And then, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I would go and, and say, well, what about if we do this instead of that? And then we would banter back and forth. And as far as I was concerned, you know, that banter back and forth between, between her not liking it to begin with and me liking it to begin with, we actually worked out things that were, uh, actually turned out to be very good. Yeah. You know? And things and issues oh. and issues that you thought were being a possibility to work out, but with both of you working at opposite ends of the stick, you know, actually it, it kind of brought it to a middle, a middle ground where it worked out for all the people. That's what it sounds like to me. And that yeah, sometimes it worked, works. It worked out. You know? it, yeah. And overall it worked out uh, pretty good. It worked out better than what either one of us thought it was going to, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but well, that's good. That's I mean, good. that was that was that was the reason why I asked her to take the position, you yeah. know. And uh, now you're a, you're a strong plus, advocate uh, plus, plus the, uh, nursing had, homes, right? Plus she had plus she had the skills to do the job anyway. Yeah, well, you're Say a strong what? advocate against the you're a strong advocate against the nursing homes, right? Against the what homes? Uh, nursing homes, nursing homes, you know, like uh, uh, convalescent homes for the elderly. You're against them, correct? Or maybe I got the wrong person here. I thought I thought maybe you were. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not okay. against them, uh, but I do okay. have very very serious problems with them. Okay. Well, we all do. Yeah. You know, uh, but I'm not against the uh, the whole idea of it. I mean, okay, okay. Shit, I they definitely need I to be reformed. They need to be reformed. You know, it, I mean, I think a lot of the elderly are abused in these places, and and I think a lot of these places yes. need to be more more citizen oversight, not state oversight or government oversight, more citizenry oversight because of the elderly that are being abused and wrongfully medicated and even sometimes murdered in these places. Well, there's a, there's a, there's a there, there's there's a 
lot of responsibility there that uh, has to happen. You know, it's yeah. it's not only it's not the patients, but the patients' relatives. You know, yep. that need yep. to uh, oversee the care that their relative is getting. You know, and uh, be an advocate for the uh, for the patient or for the elderly yeah. person. You know. And or people just you dump know, their relatives uh, off there. They dump them off, you know, and, and then they leave them there, you know, and, well, and that's I, wrong. I, yeah, well, I understand that, but the relatives need to be involved anyway. You know, they may not yeah. be, it, I mean, it used to be when you got to be elderly, you know, and, and, and starting to go infirmed and down the hill, <clears throat> your kids took you in and took care yeah. of you. Okay. Not anymore. But that was also that was also that was also back in the times when uh mom was at home and dad was at work. You know, and there was mm-hmm. somebody there all the time. You know. And yeah. uh you know, I mean those days of Ozzy and Harriet are long gone. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, as I much as I back as either. much as as much as I hate to say it. You know, those days are long gone, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a shame. Um, it is. That's it is. part of the, that's part of the uh, problems that we have with society. But, yeah. needless, needless to say, you know, um, some of, uh, you know, some of the, uh, nursing home advocates or not advocates but employees mm-hmm. actually need to be need to be uh taken out back of the nursing home um <laughs> and just have the shit whip just have the shit whipped out of them and let yeah. go you know yeah. you're doing andrew jackson a duel <laughs> andrew jackson was famous for that one of my favorite we, friends we don't actually. we don't we don't need a duel. We just need to uh, to whip the shit out. I mean, what when I grew up, okay, mm-hmm. I was uh, I came from a, a, a divorce household, okay, and I lived with my mom. Um, we were poor. Um, you know, I can remember getting clothes and shit from the church. You know, when the church took care of you, you know? Yeah. And things. With no strength attached. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, and I know uh, uh, that the church took care of, you know, quite a few families in town. And um, I know that, uh, you know, the church would uh, give money to mom to go buy food dad had come home and take that cash out of mom's hands and go down to the bar and drink and spend it how he wanted uh, to. Yeah. You know. One well, it got right. to, you know, it got to the point where the ladies of the church would not give uh, mom cash no more. 
what they did was they'd pick up mom and take her to the grocery store. Oh, um, okay. And mom, mom and fill up the cart, you know, with groceries. The ladies would pay for it. And the husbands would then go have a conversation with the husband. You know, the ladies oh, of really? the church. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, husbands would go have uh, the fathers uh, have a conversation with him. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and, and, you know, it took dad four or five days to recover, but, you know, that was how, how we handled it back then. You know, yeah. you yep. know, they, they solved, we solved, prob, we solved problems locally. We didn't need no yeah. fucking, uh, fucking uh, government involvement. I mean, the worst, yeah. uh, the worst policy that ever came out as far as society was Johnson's great society when he shut down all the churches, you know, taking care of people and say, no, the government's going to take care of everybody. And that was, that was a very bad thing. You know, yes, it was. I mean, I mean, the soup, I mean, I mean, they made it so that, uh, you know, if a church was running the soup kitchen, all right feeding bums or anybody, you know, it came in off the street. Yeah. Uh, you know, they would serve up the food and, uh, you know, then they would uh, have a prayer, you know, for the food that we're about to eat, you know. Uh, Can't do that no more, they said, no, Can't do that no more. They, they said, no, <laughs> it, 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 it was against, it became against the law that they couldn't do that anymore. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And basically, you know, all the charities and all the communities around the company revolved around the churches in that community. You know, the people took care of the people took care of their own communities. And uh, um, that has since gone away. You know, I mean, it was another problem. Another problem with why things are broken in our society. There's so many ailments and 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 problems that that have we've seen dwindle. I mean, there's so many things that we've seen dwindle away that have caused the ailments and problems that we have faced today as a people. You know, and if mm-hmm. we go back to the times of yesterday, and minus the bullcrap and bullshit, you know, uh, we would be a really perfect union. To, you know, in this country, yeah. you know, if we had sound currency, sound currency that didn't have yeah. slavery and said, we, you know, we, we, we treated everybody equally based upon the content of their character, not their skin color or what they believe. And, and, and we would have a more – we have such a perfect union. But it seems like we could be so close to that, but yet we're so far away because of our own ignorance. Yeah. Well, you, you remember you remember when uh, Hillary came out and says it takes a village to raise a child? Yes, yes I do. You know, she didn't mean it in the way uh, that it actually worked out. Because uh, where I lived in a small town, and uh, by God, you know what? All the moms in town took care of all the kids. You know, and if yeah. somebody uh, if if somebody uh, was doing bad. You know, and needing to needing their ass uh, or their brain 
knocked out of their uh, put back in place, mm-hmm. you know, Kick up a get it bit, out of their yeah. asshole and and put it back mm-hmm. in their skull. Any mom in the neighborhood would do that to any yeah. kid, you know, in the yeah. neighborhood, you know. And I tell you what, it got so fucking bad that, and I don't know how how they did it, you know, but my mom to know 20 minutes before I knew that I was even going to do something. <laughs> yeah, my, mom's a little secret. <laughs> how, did they, how did they have that radar? How did a mother have that I don't radar, know. you know? I I I I, 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 I really don't know. Be, be, before before us kids even even brought up an idea, uh, <laughs> mom. I know what uh, you're thinking. You know, Knock it all off. all the mothers, <laughs> all the all the all the mothers knew about it before we even talked about it as kids. Wow. You know, yeah. I, I, don't days, don't yeah. ask me don't ask me how that happened, but. Uh, yeah, it was uh uh very wild. And last summer I was very fortunate. Um I'm 72. Mm-hmm. Uh and I was back in my hometown. And by God, you know what? One of the moms was still alive. Get away. Well, get and, away. How old was she? And I, you, Huh? She was, was she, she was she was in her nineties. Yeah, okay. she had to have been, yeah. You know, and I had the greatest opportunity and met her again. Wow. You know, wow. You know, and this was this was uh, this was probably fifty sixty years since I had left home, you know, and, uh, oh man, what a feeling. Yeah. I bet. I bet. I bet. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. Well, anyway, it was a good, it was a far one. At least we, we ended the show on a good note. I hope Ron Reck does a show tonight. It's about my time to sign off. Actually, I got to go back to my drinking. <laughs> oh man! I, I some people. Hey, thank you to everybody in the chat room. Uh, the Alaskan, uh, let's see, oh, conservative uh, uh, nation. I didn't even see you in there. Thanks for uh, Donnie. Donnie. Oh, I hope you're feeling better, Donnie. Uh, Donnie, see you there. I hope you're feeling better. Um, Sarge, of course, he's he's still in his uh, chat room. So, and of course, America Statesman. Thank you. And for all, I know you're a true patriot, and uh, well, y'all are in there actually. Appreciate you guys hanging in there and listening. Sorry about the uh, arguing here tonight on it. You know, just uh, ridiculous, just ridiculous. I mean, I, I just don't know what gets into some people sometimes. But we're all compa- all passionate, I guess, maybe sometimes in the wrong ways, you know. We shouldn't be acting this way. But uh, I guess I'll play uh, – uh, what am I going to play here at the end? I know Sarge loves Ronald Reagan, but I think I'm going to play something. Since I had to take the brunt of it tonight, I'm just going to play one of my songs I like, so – all right, everybody, you don't have to listen if you don't want yeah, to. But anyway, God bless. You should, What's that? It, hey, it's your <laughs> yeah. show. Do what you want. Yeah. I always like to serve the people, you know. But anyway, well, hey, take care. <laughs> take care, God man. Bless. Take care, everybody. Yep. Mm-hmm.